Joe Rogan experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. I need a um, a new theme song. It's time. Yeah, six hundred episodes. I think it's. it's yeah, but you haven't had that for the first hundred. Yeah, whatever. So five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's great. I love it. I used to like the. Uh, Tell Nick Diaz that um, if he doesn't win, then you got to get a new theme song. I will never take his his voice off the theme song. We'll do a ne- new theme song and, and we'll incorporate his voice. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Nick Diaz wins. He's got his hands up in the air. He's like, train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night. Yeah. All day. <laughs> I was like, that's the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Next to the birth of my children. It's right up there. Wow. So uh, we're all here because we're friends, and this is an intervention, Duncan. Um, you, I know <laughs> I you thought this was a podcast. Stop masturbating! You're gonna, you're gonna have. I'm to. not gonna stop, man. man. Because stop. Ari, tell them about the demons. Tell them what happens. Yeah, when you, I don't know if you know this, when Jews know that when people masturbate, they're actually fucking a demon uh, that's on top of you. Yeah. That you can't even see. When you come, it comes into our belly, and you have demon babies. The only way to get the Jews out of my body is to jerk off Jews. <laughs> <Not really. laughs> Oh yeah, wait a minute. The only way to get the Jews out of your body the is a jerk off. The demons out oh. of my body. Oh, you have to Anytime said, like sometimes I get possessed by demons uh, yeah. <laughs> and they swell up in my chest and they cause my penis to expand uh and to change shape. You know what I'm talking about? When <laughs> yeah, the demon gets inside of you and inside makes your, your penis? Yeah, and your penis, penis takes, change shape, yeah. changes shape. It's very strange. I've seen that. It comes so, like the Stay Puft Marshmallow guy. Yeah. So you get demons too. Yeah. So when these <laughs> things so. come, sexy movies. the only thing that gets the demon out is if I jerk off a Semitic man. Oh. And then when I do that, I see the demon come out of my penis in the form of this white, salty substance. And then it goes back to normal, your penis? No, it stays like... Crazy. Crazy. Stays aggressive. Yeah. It's always screaming, howling at night. So, so we're here. So we're uh, here. This yeah, is not happening. Nice. The new show on Comedy Central. Ari Shafir, officially a baller, just had his new Comedy Central hour special. Yeah. Paid regular. That was the coolest shit, man. The Comedy Store was tweeting photos of the, uh, and Red Band tweeted some too, of the patio, the filled patio. Everyone out there. Everybody out there watching your special on TV while you were performing in the OR. That was the craziest <laughs> picture. Jeff Scott so showed me a picture ever, of you yeah. on stage live at the store and on stage and my special was from that same stage yeah, and you know what's even cooler if people come to see you now i think your new material now is some of the best shit you've ever done well, it's thanks, right Joe up there Rogan. with the best bits you've ever done the new shit that you're doing now the stuff you did in vegas it's fucking great man it's really funny shit without thanks. telling I got anybody like eight of it <laughs> what'd you say you got eight got minutes eight minutes of that <laughs> <laughs> that's golden. all right dude just keep swinging you know i'm like at about 40 right now it's uh, but it's forty that I don't I don't know it that well. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, it's, now it's still ever evolving. Like we used to say, Jarvis, his friend Jarvis, my friend too, Jarvis. Uh, he used to say that uh, bits were like, um, like cooling metal 
are cooling honey, so it was like real fluid. And mm. then as it gets cooler, it takes like more and more shape until it becomes like the same thing every time. That's cool. Yeah, remember that? I never, I don't remember. You told me when you were a talent coordinator, you told me that. That's an interesting way to look at it. I've always felt that they grow, though. I always felt that they're a living thing mm -hmm. and they become sturdy. Like they start off as like little saplings and they're like, oh, sometimes they look impressive and sometimes they come, sometimes they come out, they're fucking trees. There's certain bits that I've done that were already a tree before they yeah. ever got to the stage. Like the vegan bit that was just on my last special. I wrote that bit all after one conversation. Did you name wrote... that bit Jamie Kilstein? <laughs> to Jamie Kilstein with love. No. <laughs> Jamie Kilstein, believe it or not, yeah. he, even though he talks a lot about being a vegan, he's not preachy about it. And he also admits that he ate a lot of meat. He's, oh, really? a, he's a bad example of that. Jamie Kilstein gets a bad rap. And par part of it is because the conversation that he and I had on the show, but... What he's, was, he's now, not, what was that again? Yeah, what was, was that, that conversation? I don't remember. If he's that. out there listening, Jamie Kilstein, I think you're a good dude. I really do. I think he, he's a gen, he, he's a genuinely like what he's trying to do. He genuinely thinks he's doing like really good things, and he's just. It was about the um, the Daniel Tosh rape thing. You know, Daniel oh, Tosh yeah. made that joke um, where he asked the audience what they wanted to talk about. Some guy yells out rape. And Daniel Tosh starts saying, like, oh, yeah, what a great subject. Like, what's so funny about rape? Is it the humiliation? Is it the violence? Some woman says, actually, nothing is funny mm. about rape. And he goes, wouldn't it be funny if five guys just raped her right now? Like, mm. And it became yeah. this big... So, I mean, well, first of all, that's the kind of shit that happens at a goddamn comedy club. Yeah. You know, we all know that. And the guy's just trying to be funny while he's on his toes on a stage in the spur of the moment. Yeah, it's, to me it's like a non-issue. Like, yeah, so Jamie and I disagreed with it heavily because he felt like it's lazy and he felt like it contributed to rape culture, which is a term that like gets bandied about. It's a it's a weird term, you know. Some people think it's a horseshit term. You know, there is no rape culture. It's a real people... thing. That's why if you see the Indian comics the, uh, from India and stuff, they're super uh, rape jokey. <laughs> it comes out in their uh, consistent gang kidding? rapes. No, that's all. The, that's pretty much like all our comics. Just talk about rape and gang rape, and then it really leads into the culture. He's fucking with us. No Indian comics. <laughs> what about Russell Peters? What are you talking about? What about Aziz Ansari? He's fucking from Houston. Dude, these are they're Indians. How no, dare I mean you? India. <laughs> they're brown as fuck. There, I think there you? are Indian comics. There Ooh. must be. For I sure. don't know. I just do they have a scene you think out there? A, must they? There's they have a be giant movie industry there. All so the, yeah. oh yeah, their movie industry is bigger than our movie industry. Super porny, right? Isn't there always long sex scenes? In if those? you consider juggling uh, fruit and singing in between a gunfighting scene, porny, because <laughs> like stuff. all their movies still have like <laughs> musical numbers yeah. where like they will start in the middle of a real action movie. When I went to India, we would like <laughs> we would take Valium and go to this movie theater. New Delhi and just watch their movies because they're so trippy. But yeah, in the middle of like an action movie, uh, it'll stop into a musical number that, wow. like a real serious action movie. Why? It's just their culture. They like it. They like it. They like yeah. that style of. That's just of what it's supposed theater. to be. Well, I mean, we used to like it. I and mean, if you go back and try to watch those old Oklahoma. movies. Well, all like those that. like Gene Kelly movies, they would start dancing in the oh, street. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody would stand there and people would dance around them. Yeah. I mean, they had music videos that broke out in the middle of a movie. Oh, so they have all that's these a plots. Great way to put it. Yeah, yeah, they have all these plots. They have real language. They have real dialogue. They have a real storyline. It's so weird, yeah. though. When you see it, like, why is there singing? <laughs> there wouldn't be singing. 
Never. <laughs> <laughs> what are they talking about? Yeah, what what are you it, talking about? Well, it's the, someone's desire, the one person's desire in the middle of a gigantic performance where people are interacting with each other. It's one person's desire to totally steal the spotlight. And the best way to do that is by singing. <laughs> yeah. And everybody has to stand around and listen while John, like, we're all, like, support. We're in the right. back, and John's in the center. He's singing. We're snapping. And, yeah, and he's got this great point. And we're all like, wow, yeah. And he's singing about life and everyone's letting him move around John's singing about life nobody stops and go what are you fucking doing man like why are you saying like nobody interacts with them there's no interacting it's just this one guy which is what the theater to some folks is all about that moment on stage holding the skull look upon thee <laughs> yeah. that reminds me man yeah. I got a million dollar idea what's that found footage musical like, you know how those found footage movies, but they find one where, like, people are actually <laughs> singing? <laughs> like a real musical. Yeah. No music is playing. They just start singing. Yeah, like, what the fuck and are they doing? everybody stands around. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Really bad songs. But, like, and... this choppy video. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, he's not really getting it. It's totally happening right now. I got another, I got a great idea to do with it. A yeah. fucking, a, an improvised musical reality show oh it's all improvised yeah, cool. musicals but they gotta do it in that's song a great idea dance. Mm -hmm. that's a yeah. great idea you gotta bring them into a situation big brother and... in song <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> and the, the audience doesn't know so they have to they're they're people are going to interact with them reality. so they have to sing out to this like restaurant or bar yeah. have you ever seen the video there's a video with this to bring you back to uh activists that get that sometimes miss the point there was a, a video of this lady. She steps into a chicken restaurant and she starts talking about this is not food. This is violence, yeah. you know. And there's a little girl, and her, you know, she starts saying, and she just wants to live. She just wants to be happy, and she just wants to live. And this little girl was gonna die, just like all of her sisters and all of her brothers a, and her a family. Turkey, a chicken. A chicken. Ah. And she rescued this this chicken. And so she has like videos of the same gal with her chicken yeah. at home. You know, it's like, so she goes into a restaurant and disrupts all these people and like tells this whole story and then explains that it's her, you know, her chicken. And then a whole crew of assholes come in behind her with signs. This is not food. It's violence. Mm. I mean, it's, it's so weird. And they're like, we're just running a restaurant. Dude, it seems like a parody. It seems like someone is just badass. Some Tim and Eric type dude really? just put together some right. badass parody that's so subtle, you're like, not sure. Right. Like, is this bitch really this crazy that she's referring to this chicken as her girl? Yeah, it's not, it seems sometimes that like activists aren't aware of the fact that if their stunt isn't pulled off in the right way, it seems like it could be more detrimental it, it comes off to super the, lame of course you know like people will the response is going to be to to eat more chicken <laughs> yeah. People, yeah just because you're like yeah. i don't want to be associated with this kind of behavior and if that means eating chicken then i guess i'll eat more chicken <laughs> so it's like it's it's dangerous to be an activist if you are not really subtle or if you aren't skillful in what you're doing like being an activist is yes. awesome just make sure that you're graceful when you do it well not yeah. only that you have to have a real objective sense of 
what actions you're putting out there and how those actions are going to be perceived. And if you fake it, people yeah. can see through it and it seems lame. Well, there's some people that have this idea that their idea, what whatever, what they're protesting against, is more important than anything that's going to disrupt, anything that's going to involve that, like Greenpeace. Have you seen what Greenpeace did with the Nazca lines? Oh, yeah, they fucked it's him up. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah. These dumb assholes went to the Nazca lines and they set up a What's green... Nas What's a Nazca line? Nazca lines are these... They don't even know how old they are, okay? They're thousands of years old, these lines. Meanwhile, I'm like, they don't these even what? know how they, old they are. They're hey, thousands of years old. <laughs> yeah. I think they've dated them. You just revealed that you're an immortal. What are they've, they? They've dated animals? them to more than a thousand years, whatever it is. It's the no, there are all sorts of geometric patterns, oh, okay. animals, all sorts of different things. Some of them are animals, some of them are spiders. There are all these weird patterns you can only see from the sky. Oh, and, patterns, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. So they're patterns that are in, they're patterns that are made on these like flat planes. And some of them are just a bunch of rocks that are pieced together in these lines yes. and people have left them undisturbed because they're so cool yeah. forever so you can't just go there and walk around on them you can't fuck these assholes went there and they use some of the stones as like paperweights they pick some of the rocks Why? off the ground Why do they go to there? put a sign up this fucking stupid sign of what? Gr a no Greenpeace should... sign oh see that pull it do you got a photo of it Jamie pull it up what dicks yeah, it's but what, so that, douchey and arrogant. It sucks because a lot of what Greenpeace does is really good, which is Remember they stop what, people from killing yeah. whales. Remember the when lines we beat the of shit Nazca. Out of a... Just there's photos, Jamie. Go to photos, Greenpeace Nazca lines. Duncan, remember we right beat there. up a seal outside of a, a Prada oh, that's store right. for Greenpeace? So look what these assholes did. See, the, see how cool that, that design is, that oh. pattern? That pattern has been there for a long time. That just naturally happened in the... Wow. Oh right, and they were they were using stones from that to put their sign what's that, down. What's that about? With the with the foot thing, so they weren't disturbing people. I don't know what the fuck they think they're doing. They're still disturbing it by doing that. Like sometimes standing on that. Look, you, your fucking footprints are also on that paper. I could see the bottom of your tread. You know what that means? That means you stand. You stood on that shit. You stood on that shit somewhere. And I'm supposed to believe that you're doing this all ethically? Yeah, and you're backfired. Not up it the backfired. Lawrence? They shouldn't have done that. It yeah. backfired, and that sucks because all the people yeah, who are who are who are doing good work look like assholes exactly, now. Exactly. Exactly. That sucks. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is the actual. Wow. Like, those are the lines like that. Yeah. Wow, yeah. What makes them? We don't know. That's I mean, so cool. They don't, they don't know who made them. They really don't know. That sh that shit. Wow. That can That's not. That's not just like movement. Like a. Uh, no magnetic movement, right? Oh no, 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 no! God, These are made. No, I mean, someone definitely, definitely, without a doubt, made. Is that it. in sand or is that in stone? Um, this is so funny. Some people think the geometric ones could be indicate a flow of water that's yeah. connected to rituals to summon water. Hmm. The spiders, birds, plants could be fertility symbols. Other possible explanations include uh, irrigation schemes or giant astronomical calendars. Why isn't everyone trying to figure it out? That looks like a bird. Yeah, well, they're definitely trying to figure it out. There's a dog. There's a monkey. What? Have you seen the monkey? No. Yeah, pull up the monkey, Jamie. They're so good. There's a dick there's butt. A sport, there's a there's spider. A spider. <laughs> dick butt. Yeah, that you, looks like, what's his name? If you what's keep scrolling, you'll, you'll, find, you'll find a monkey down there. There's a monkey in one of them. It's really cool. It's got like, a, there's, a, there's birds with like bird feet and shit. 
There's a gang of them. How did Bill Cosby and Ecstasy get mixed in with that? It's weird to see the images. Hashtags. That, oh. <laughs> People hashtag <laughs> everything. Hashtag Bill Cosby just like. Well, do you remember when they used to do that with uh, websites? They would code certain words into websites. It's like a person. That people, uh -huh. Porn, people, porn, porn, funny, funny. Yeah, people think it's an alien, that thing, that person with the eyeballs. Oh, click on that. Whoa. Yeah, but it may, that's how my daughter draws people. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so everybody says it's an alien. It's an alien. Well, maybe. Maybe it also might like be a two-year-old. Did that Star Trek? Once. Might be a giant two-year-old. <laughs> might be really shitty artists. Yeah. <laughs> For thousands of years, the yeah. shitty artists of the Prangetti. Like I had this conversation plans. with this dude who was trying to tell me about you know these images that were on cave walls were were you know aliens depictions of aliens. I'm like oh. it was Graham Hancock. Who I love, but yeah. I was like, "Come on, man, that might not be an alien. That could be a lot of shit." These people—they—they want to believe. But in, not only that, but it was thousands of years ago. Just what they saw back then. Like I what, think it was aliens. That's when they fucked <laughs> us. <laughs> Pull up the monkey, Jamie. I need to see this monkey. Just—I want to see type, the thing before. Type in cause... monkey because it's really go, cool. It's wait. got a curly tail. It's crazy. Wait, go down a little bit. Go down a little bit. Down more, 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 more. Stop. Up, up a little. Forget it. It's gone. I forgot it. I find well, it there was a dog to the left. Do you see that one to the far left, Jamie? About three down? Oh, it's okay. Just let's try to find the monkey. Where's that monkey? Where's the fucking monkey, come man? Come on. Why are they hiding out? the monkey from us? No. Bird, well, if you go to the Wikipedia, bird. you can see the monkey. How do you Look, spell here's the Nazcac? monkey. Oh, wow. Nazca. Cool. Here Nazca. it is. Ari, see that? Yeah. Looks that, like Jamie? it's puking or it's something. It's on the Wikipedia. If you go to the Wikipedia, look at the monkey. Oh, man. no way! Yeah, how how big is that? How oh, big is, is that? How look, big you is can that? see it there. Oh, it's huge. Wow. It's enormous. Like, where, how big is a person? A toe? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a very good question. But they're really big. Wow. I mean, you, you like you see when those people were walking around. I mean, these are like you know. Oh right, they were laying that. It's down. weird. It looks like it was drawn like with a finger on a tablet or yeah. something. It doesn't look like a shit ton of people spent a long time. Look, the tail kind of wore out. They've had some damage with mudslides too, apparently. Oh. Yeah, hmm. they but they they really there's all sorts of explanations. So for nobody what they goes are. there. They just look at it. Yeah. And then the Greenpeace people went there. I well, think the, yeah. aliens came, visited these people. Gave them, like, showed them some incredible shit. They left. The people want them to come back. So they draw these shapes on the ground, hoping that they'll return. It's classic cargo cult behavior. That's where it all is, right? In the same place in Peru? Yeah. Yeah, it's just one area. It's really fascinating also because uh, there's what look like landing strips there. Yeah. These long parallel lines. They want them to come back. That's what it is. That's got to be that. That's what it is. Yeah. They want them to come it's back. Be. The new <laughs> it doesn't have to be. It could be they just, you know, they just figured out how to draw shit in the ground that you could see from the sky. Maybe they just thought it was an interesting way to do something. That they couldn't see. Well, they could. They just couldn't see it really well. You know, you can only really truly see what it is when you're up above it. But I mean, it's not impossible that they could measure it and do it all on the ground. I'm just proposing, you know, being the devil's advocate, like it's not impossible that they did those. You could see the ground. I mean, you're looking down at your feet. It's not like you're, you, it's if invisible you're to you. Get me to help you do a 12 quest. mile wide monkey. It's not that big. They're how, not that big. How big is it? Uh, they're not that big. They're, you know, uh, a few uh, hundred feet wide, I think, the really big ones, but they're not like 12 miles long or anything crazy. Uh, maybe I'd do it. The lines no, themselves are they're superficial. They're only 10 to 30 centimeters deep and could be washed away. 
Really? Yeah. So that's why nobody goes there because they'll wear it down. It's only ever received a very small amount of rain. But there's issues also that the great changes that we're seeing to the climate that it might start raining there. Hmm. Isn't that fucked? Yeah. Or, but, or they'll get crops. Well, at least, you know, everybody's like really hooked yeah, I'll up. Yeah, take crops ever. But everyone, <laughs> yeah, crops paintings. would be better than the stupid lines, right? Yeah. But everybody's really but like. The monkey lines. <laughs> Shut up, eat this. They have it in their head that. <laughs> you know this um that this site is like it's super important but we have all the images like once we have the images if if the water comes and washes everything away at least at least we've documented we know these people made these things we don't know why or when well, they think it's the nazca culture which is like i think it said here 400 to 650 a.d so they so, lived there and maybe carved those things they think Slowly and that was, so that's over a thousand years ago that's you know more than uh, as as much as fifteen hundred years ago. Good workmanship. Could be longer. Crazy shit, man. They don't really um, have any explanation for why, but there's a lot of. I mean, you could, it could be aliens, right? I mean, if we can go to Mars, man, we can send a robot to Mars. It, it's so arrogant to think that we're the only ones that could do that. I've never seen any evidence whatsoever that's even remotely compelling that okay. aliens have visited here. None of it. None of it that's outside of other, the, like, there's not one thing that stands out where you say, that had to be aliens. It couldn't have just been really smart people. Not one thing. Yeah, why wouldn't ever. any of them left anything? Well, they might have. They might have. When, when we're looking at the pyramids, what we might be looking at is someone's knowledge and information from another culture. Well, don't the pyramids somehow point to serious uh, serious sort of sort of well it depends he see there's a thing called the precession the equinoxes so the earth spins yeah right you know it's like it's there's like a wobble to the earth and so when you see this the stars it's not always the same and it, it wobbles like you know every x amount of thousands of years so depending upon where you think these were constructed you would have a different star oh, line I see. you'd have a different thing that you would see there's a guy named John Anthony West who's a, just amazing when it comes to this shit. His whole video series, it's called Magical Egypt. It's so good. If you've never, if you, I mean, it's like if you're not even interested at all yeah. in Egypt, you're like, eh, that's fucking boring. Bunch of people living in the sand like assholes. If you watch, <laughs> if you watch one of these videos, I would, say that. I would I love it. I would if I was high. Well, people living just in being sand silly. Like <laughs> if I was just trying to be funny, I would say that. But um, his his videos just are super in depth about the construction methods uh -huh. and how big it is and like the all the, the the magical things about the way they built them. They think that it was a culture that lived a long fucking time before we think. Not just like 2,500 right. B.C., but like he's of a, the, the, the notion that it's like 10,000 plus B.C. And if you go to 10,000 B.C., apparently where the lion is, the sphinx, where it's pointing would be directly over the constellation Leo. Oh, I like the serious theory better, the dog star. What is that? It's like Robert Anton Wilson's crazy idea that the that we are possibly currently existing in the Sirius star cluster and we're having this experience of reality pumped into our consciousness as a form of training for something. Like that, matrix pods? Like we're all Yeah, matrix like pods. Cycling. And that there's like, so that, uh, there's like clues left in the simulator pointing back home <laughs> and just to, just as a little cookie, like you leave uh -huh. in video games, you know? Or maybe people a long time ago were more aware of the fact that this is a, a, a interdimensional 
academy, a kind of Hogwarts for young godlings who are trying to like who have the potential to become like universe creators but before they're released to like create their own dimensions they have to go through this infinite like loop again and again and again until you learn that the most important thing is to love the people around you more than you love yourself and then boom and no then more you can be a god then you can be a god well yeah then you can then we can trust you to fuck around with like our black hole machine or whatever right, like, i'm not right, gonna right. put you in charge of black holes you're until you while but... you're a selfish shithead yeah that always seems to me like if that was really like a plot if someone had designed like people with this sort of like puzzle in front of them the plot is eventually they're going to get intelligent enough they're going to figure out the plot yeah that seems to me to be like a really shitty way of doing things yeah it's like there's god that's like very just tell them how to do it very, it's very godlike yeah it's They'll, very you will learn it eventually is. just yeah. tell, tell me that's another way you teach kids well in that sense it's like eventually. that confusion that people feel of in like the existential angst of being a person where you don't know what the fuck you are or where are you going yeah where, what happens when i die like almost universally that needs to be plugged up whether yeah. it's plugged up with this alien story yes. or whether it's plugged up with uh you know a mormon story whatever yeah. you just got to plug it up yeah. it's, it's you're talking about logic. like yeah. the, the 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 that aching yeah. feeling of terror that like some people that's man that like what, what what are we doing here what yeah. are we doing here though yeah right i understand they there's a there's a great uh existentialist philosopher slash author Camus you ever heard of Camus? of course I haven't heard of Camus <laughs> you haven't no you fucking, the strangers were my favorite books you'd love him man you would fucking, really? you, yeah. Yeah. You know Camus? You'd really? love him. yeah you'd love him wow. but his the thing my you mother just died just... yesterday or was it the day before I can't remember that's the first line yeah wow yeah it's really good but he like that thing that you're talking about that that aching fucking thing Sorry. his premise c-a-m-u-s his premise and a lot of uh, of his ilk, their premise is that, that that is being human. Like that awful feeling of like having a hole that you are constantly trying to plug Existentialism, it's just like whatever. What's the name here. of his book? What's the name of well, the, the myth of Sisyphus, the stranger. Yeah, the stranger's a novel. This yeah, book. try the myth of Sisyphus if you want to get into the philosophy angle. Yeah. But uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool stuff, but it will give you that chilling kind of- How do you spell Sisyphus? S-Y- S is there another wine there? Sis S Y S Y P H U S Sisyphus. 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 You know what's beautiful? I don't really need to totally know that. No, today. it'll fill it for you. Yeah, I'll you put, probably throw it in the right? Google. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, it'll be on the Kindle. Yeah. Crack, crack. You, <laughs> you know, know Sisyphus. Sisyphus. You know who that is? Sisyphus. Sisyphus is this was cursed. It's a Greek myth. Was cursed by the gods to eternally push a boulder up to the very top of a hill and then to let it roll back down the hill. Right when it gets to the top, it'll oh, roll yeah, way back down. That story. And so this is the like the eternally, right? Eternally. So the so like the exis some existentialists look at the human predicament and they point out the fact that you're gonna die. No one will remember you in a few hundred years. All most human achievements that have happened in the past are completely lost, gone, forgotten. Even though they're in history, it's still ultimately a meaningless thing in the sense that you have this ex inevitable personal extinction that's going to happen. Uh, and so the predicament in life is one of Why go on? being Sisyphus. Here we are. Anything we do, push it up the fucking hill. It's gonna like roll back down. We got to start over. Push it up mm. the hill. Roll back down. This is a kind of human 
archetype for how do we, in the midst of what appears to be meaninglessness in the infinite scale, find meaning in in, in like human endeavors when the whole thing's going to get wiped out by uh, the star, the the sun. Yeah, explode. some of those philosophers have brought them to God. What's that? Some of those existentialists have brought them to God because they were like, this must be the answer. The exist there are the weirdly there are like theological or theistic existentialists like Soren Kierkegaard. There's some of them are and yeah, do you believe in which God? Is like weird, but, but most then of them there's like, like there's Sartre. Yeah, then they're they're the ones who are just like no, it's just all nausea and confusion, my friends. It's just a see. I don't buy that because well, I don't buy them knowing. I don't buy that anyone that says no, it's nothing. No, there's nothing. Like, how do you know there's nothing? You have no idea. Yeah, but when there's no examples, there's no proof right. for something. You're right. You don't even bring it up. Right, you don't bring it up, but you don't say... It's not... But you don't... Yeah, you don't say it's not something either. But Ari, you land more in that camp, don't you? Wouldn't it's you... not. There's, it's not even part of the conversation. Get out of here with that shit. What yeah. if? But what if fish <laughs> were once... Bears. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at the fossil record, Mr. Is there, Fear. Is there any reason to think that? Otherwise, what are you talking about? I think there is. I think there's reason to think that fish or bears or whatever the fuck you want to think if it gets you in the zone. Right. This is that. It's like because there's like a. That's a, like that's like that's like taking two dribbles before you take a foul shot. Like it's just like ritual. There you go. If ritual well, no, makes you feel better. That's that, fine. That thing you just described, the two dribbles before the foul shot. Yeah. That the, the, that's called chaos magic. That's the roots of a magical system. That's a, that that's based on the idea that these symbols themselves they lack any inherent meaning outside of the mind state that they place you in, and so if they help you transform your will into reality, uh, so if that ritual helps you score, if whatever the fucking thing is that you do prior to sitting down to write or prior to whatever it is that your job happens to be, if that actually puts your mind in a state where you are more likely to receive inspiration or you're going to be more uh, graceful or athletic, yeah. then that's all that fucking that, matters. Matter. Who cares if it's yeah. a lie? Yeah, that's all that matters. Who The symbols themselves, do you, I mean, are you really gonna like yeah. worry over the actual existence of a elephant-headed God that right can shrink himself down means, and ride around you have on a, a mouse. Family, you know, over it, and you're, you're raised well. Then it's like, all right, fine. I don't think it. the issue is a belief system as much as the issue is getting caught up in an ideology that you can't question. Yeah, that's because when you do that, if you you want to go in the Thor camp or whatever camp you want to go to, yeah. you believe is the you know the grand <coughs> ruler of the fucking yeah. Zeus. Yeah, no matter who it is, <coughs> name a god. Odin. 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 Right. Okay. Praise Odin. Praise yeah. Odin. Yes. Anytime you can't question anything, you're fucksville. You know, you're if, fucksville. You, if you have yeah. something you believe in, that's probably empowering. <coughs> What's not empowering is when you subscribe to an ideology. Because if you believe that there's some all eternal, loving God that's looking over you and judging you every day, and that you have to do your best to make him proud, yes. that, that is your divine father. He yeah. created you, and you know deep in your DNA what the, the good things you're supposed to do is. If if that if you really go live your life like that, you'll probably live a pretty fucking cool life. Yep. You'll be really nice to people. You'll be super righteous. You would want to make your daddy God all proud of you and shit. 
The problem is when you subscribe to an ideology and that doesn't let you question anything. The problem is not believing in a God. The problem is now what do you have to do because you believe that God? Well, now you have to stop gay marriage. You have to stop guys right. from masturbating. You have to stop people from yeah. doing this and stop yeah. people from doing that. that way. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. You have to listen to me because my way yeah. is the right way and the Lord Destroy is the true Lord. Yeah. Islam is the truth. Yeah. All of that stuff. It's all yeah. the same shit. It's all the same shit. The ideology is the problem. It's That's not right. the believing in God. God, right. what does this motherfucker God want you to go do? Yeah, does he want you to strap rap. dynamite to your chest and right. walk into a cafe? But right. God gets associated with it, just like you're talking about the chicken lady. God gets associated with that, so mm -hmm. then you want to be like, no, fuck yep. them and fuck the thing they believe in. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's like a God, the, the, what happens is there's violent people in the world, mm -hmm. and they like to be violent. They enjoy it. It gets them off, but they can't rationalize the fact that they enjoy being violent because it seems so monstrous and animalistic, so right. they need, you need a reason. So you, there, religion is a fantastic way to justify every dark activity that well, humans to, engage. Yeah, we have to yeah. Find yeah, you can fucking like. Did you see the thing that popped up on the internet? ISIS's guide to having child sex slaves. Did you see that? No. Like they have a guidebook, which is like they have questions. Like there's important questions. If you have a slave that's underage, that's a girl, and you're wanting, or a, I guess a guy. I don't. I guess they don't like gay people. So if you have an underage sex slave that's a girl, and you are in ISIS. You're gonna have some questions, right? The number one being when, when do I get to fuck her? Yeah, and this is a guidebook where they're like, "Well, can you fuck her?" Well, if she's able to have sex in this guidebook, it says if she's able to have sex, <clears throat> yeah. But if she's not, then you can enjoy her in other ways, like just don't penetrate her. But that's a real thing, man. They put they're putting that and they're quoting. Okay. How do we know this is real? And how do we, we know don't this know is like some we, CIA plant? We don't know that. It could be. And I did think that like this could be yeah, propaganda. Yeah, I thought that. But this, this could be yeah, propaganda. It's the first thing. But they do. They are taking slaves. Like it is a thing <sighs> that they are taking slaves, and some of those slaves are women. And if you have a female slave that you've taken that you've captured from your enemy, rape that. then you are going to have some questions about the like as a religious person. If you want to live ethically, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. what are you going to do with happen. your? How do you ethically fuck this girl? Like when and, like when the dishwasher was invented, Jews had to go to their rabbis and said, "Are we allowed to put uh, milk and meat dishes in here? What's, yeah, what's the ruling here? That kind yeah. of shit. That kind of logic. That's, they yeah. use that based on yeah. their slaves and their sex slaves. Are you? A, what is the answer to that? A lot of Jews have separate dishwashers. That's hilarious. Wow. Like oh wow. my goodness! If you want to be wow. kosher, yeah. The main thing is the main thing is this. The, what the I mean, how it's awful is like the sex slavery is, and as ridiculous as that is, the structure is always the same. Yeah. Which is a very manipulative, charismatic, power-hungry, narcissistic guy has convinced some dumb people that he has got the line in to God, and as long as they're coming to him to ask him what to do, it's great. That's the main structure. The structure needs to be that a certain amount of people believe that there is one person who has contact with an invisible guy and that that, that person will tell them what's right and what's wrong. Right. It's very comforting. Yeah, it's so very, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. Just go to the guy and ask him, like, you can finger her. There's no her. moral quantities anymore. <laughs> yeah, he, finger yeah, but like, <laughs> it's so dark. But really, when you see what's, oh. what, what's happening there is this incredibly awful version of S&M. It's sadomasochism. You're going to your daddy to find out 
how to fuck. It's like this dark <laughs> sadomasochism. That's what it is. It's S and M. You're going to your daddy to find out if you can put milk with whatever in your in your washing machine. Mm -hmm. You're going to daddy to find out if you can use birth control. It's always set. A lot of times, mm -hmm. it's sex related. Like the Pope just said something like, uh, didn't he just come out and say like you don't have to? He was talking about how to have sex. You know, they'll tell you you can't use birth control. You know, they they tell you things involving sex, like a a man who is connected to an invisible being will tell you how to fuck on this planet. Oh. <laughs> how crazy oh. is that? <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, it's, it's, it, 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 what, I mean, it is stupid. It is as dumb as it gets, sure. but when you consider the fact that it is, not only is it real, but it is like these people doing this are behind businesses that are making billions of dollars every year and that money right. is going in the direction of paying for lobbyists to control government and politics that's when it becomes control sinister government that's when yeah. it becomes sinister if you look at it from oh, a yeah. big picture perspective do you think it's possible for people to have gotten where we've gotten as quickly as we've gotten without religion without some organizing ethical behavior oh, guideline because of the big jump early on now it's holding us back but back then yes. it was really helping us like guys yeah. guys don't kill well we would be raping and pillaging still yeah <laughs> if there we is just, a judeo-christian you know, way of living they say which is mm -hmm. just like the basic tenets like don't murder don't steal don't 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 uh rape well it's almost like an idea virus that is introduced into a system in order to force growth in a certain direction because i like, wonder if we would have gotten society without that. i doubt it i doubt it greeks dudes, dudes want to fuck Didn't the greeks people want to rape yeah, but they had a gang of, of different gods. But I think they were kind of like... Greek gods. I think even back then they were... I, I think even back then... I don't know for sure. You know what? I'm not even going to... What? That part wow. of me that likes to chime in as though I know anything about Greek gods yeah. is about to come in. <laughs> I don't I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know if yeah. there's the Roman ones and the Greek ones. Yeah, I'm not really sure about that, man. But I do think that it's uh, the, the predicament, regardless of that, uh, being whether that w was a kind of cast that needed to be placed on humanity as a whole to allow this growth or this thing to happen. Starting off to do, yeah. Yeah, now we're in a place where we've outgrown the cast. Time to take off the cast. It's yeah. starting to smell like a like a like a, <laughs> somebody sneezed into a rotting <laughs> vagina. Well, it's 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 being replaced yeah. with a new one. It's being replaced with atheism. Atheism is very much a religion. But, but we take those tenets of like, yeah, we gotta, don't yeah. kill, we like that one. But I, think, I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean, it's like, a, in, in, religion's the wrong word. It's an organized group. The people that are a part of it, they, they subscribe to the, the ideology of this organized group. And uh -huh. are almost, like for a, a large percentage at least, I shouldn't say almost the majority, but a large percentage are liberal. A large percentage of atheists oh, yeah. are liberal people yeah. uh, like they tend to lean left with their ideas i would yeah. say if you had to gauge the difference between the republican side and the democrat side like which one has more atheists it would clearly democrat. be democrat yeah. right Seems is that like right it. am i guessing i'm just guessing right i, I, I don't know so. Let's see if we're right. I'm sure I, that's I would been say done, that's right? yeah that seems pretty yeah. logical to think yeah. that you I mean it does seem logical but let's see if it's true also the more into they're super into god the right. republicans they might have some atheists, but the ones that are super under God, those are more Republicans. But right. I but I don't really know. Can you be a single president? Is that even possible no in this way. country? Nope. You can't even no be a single way. president? You can't be like, no, if you haven't yeah. figured that out, I hardly Yeah, that's it. something I was wondering. Like, no what, way we what, can what would happen like, if Obama, is a president allowed to have another job? Like, can Obama start like working on comedy? Could he, 
Yeah, I bet. Do stand-up if he wanted to at night, if he he, wasn't working? I bet he could. That would be amazing. I've done my job. It's 6.30 p.m. I worked an extra hour. I'm clocked out. Yeah. (laughs) President. A lot of the people in Congress are closeted that are atheists. Closeted Closeted atheists. atheists. That's hilarious. Wow. What a bunch of fucking fakers. It's saying, there's an article about this on uh, Think Progress, why all of the atheists in Congress are, are, are closeted. That's hilarious. They won't say it. They have to pretend. They can't. It's not popular. Atheism is not popular. Wow. There's, there's a certain thing that people want to do. They want to say something really stupid and have everybody else go, yeah, like we're not going to think any more than we already have. Yeah. Right. And when people say, well, I'll tell you what, I meet somebody and they're an atheist, I, punch I them just in the face. walk away because yeah. they're a damn fool. Who yeah. said that? Steve Harvey. That's right. I've, I heard that. <laughs> did he really? I did it in a yeah, white he voice. Did. He did. did he really? Yes, yeah. he did. Yes, yeah. he did. They're a damn fool. They're a damn fool. And he gets a bunch of applause. He gets a bunch of claps. Silly in their brain. They silly. They silly. <laughs> That's yeah. not a that's not an argument, PJ Harvey or what, whatever his name is. Steve Harvey. What kind of moral compass do you operate under? Mm. That's the idea. I can't trust you if you don't yeah. believe in the, the symbol that was created a long time ago by people trying to control other people. This is like well, yeah, once you go, it's silly, so forget it. It's well, like, the, there's a book I read, and God damn it, I wish I could remember the name of it. But the very first chapter in the book was talking about how fascinating it is that in the uh, Old Testament. Yeah. When God is asking for offerings, yeah, Kill he cow. only wants stuff that humans like. Like, he <laughs> only wants the best thing. Like, God never tells priests to ask people for, like, a jar of wasps. Right, right. It's only, it, it's only like, he Cows, only... Cows, goats. Yeah. Like, now, props. if the same system worked, then Car. the priest would come out and be like, God wants... They do money. That's what they do the fucking the right. people. J- Jimmy, whatever his name is. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the difference is money. Now it's this ambiguous thing. But back then, what was kind of interesting is like you would actually ask for like the, a, car, a fatted a calf or you'd ask yeah. for stuff. Wow, it's only stuff got men a want. A new iPad. Adult. God yeah. wants a new iPad. Send your technology. Yeah, God wants. Uh, a, yeah, donate your computers. Yeah, it's very, it's fascinating that way. But I still, I mean, I do like. I don't know. I don't know. I think God's an overused word, but I do think there well, is definitely. A, they're like, I don't know what God wants. He didn't really tell us officially. How about? How about we just give him some of this shit? It's our favorite shit. Yeah, just give him something cows. nice. Man, that's really fascinating stuff. I've, I've been reading this book that, you know, it's a controversial book, and some people say that it's like, I don't know, I like the book. It's well written. It's called uh, Zealot by Reza Aslan. It's the historical Christ, and his premise is uh, that Jesus, regardless of his premise, what's really fascinating is he's just talking about what it was like back then, which is that. The Romans had were occupying um, that 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 land, and that the priests were actually people who were used to be. It used to be like a religious thing, but they would buy their positions from the Romans. Yeah. So everybody wanted the Romans gone, and so oh, right. so like yeah. you know, in the story uh, in the Bible, Jesus is crucified between two thieves, and so Reza Aslan says that if you look at the actual word for thief it, it it actually translates into bandit and bandit is the word that the romans used to describe people who are trying to overthrow them so jesus his premises was a somebody who was pro-violence and wanted to overthrow the romans and there were a lot of other people like him too and so when people were saying they were like the son of god or the messiah the term messiah actually meant 
like the the king of the Jews, somebody who was going to like lead the liberate the Jews from the Romans. It's a really great book. And the very first chapter talk. That'd be a cool fucking movie. It would be really cool, but that when, version of when it. they talk about the the <laughs> yeah. the, the uh, get that what, same dude to play it. Well, yeah. they were no. I mean, a lot of like what he says is like if that you read in the cool. in, in the in the Bible yeah, now, they haven't scrubbed all of the violent stuff he said. One thing he said is like something about I will turn you away. I will tur- you know turn father against son. I will turn like if you aren't able to uh, leave your family, then you'll never be able to follow me. It's like all these things which are crazy. Follow me to liberty. We're going to get the fucking Romans out of here, man. That was the idea. These assholes are occupying our country. They've taken over our religion. We're going to fucking overthrow them. And they really couldn't understand why God let the Romans in there in the first place. So, like, that was a real monkey wrench in their idea. We're the chosen people. We're the chosen people. But it's like, no, you're not really the fucking chosen people because they're guys who are guarding your temples now uh, wearing Roman outfits. Yeah, I thought God freed us from from slavery. Now we're sort of half slaves again. Exactly. And they couldn't, it didn't work, man. It was like the two, the paradigm did not fit in with their idea that we're the chosen people. Suddenly there's these fucking Romans occupying everything. And so, a lot of the these the messiahs and there were many messiahs before jesus by yeah, the way yeah, yeah. john the baptist executed why was he executed he was executed because they looked at him as a threat to the roman power structure that was it all these people getting crucified and by the way man crucifixion was in back then like they were throwing people on crosses every day so it was like it was like a, a constant attempt to like take silence down the rebellion that's it silence the rebellion yeah yeah, Silence the Rebellion. It's really yeah. interesting. Great book. It's really crazy, but those sort of volatile moments in history, crazed, insane, violent yeah. moments of control, and, and then the repercussions of that control, those are like the engines that fuel change and oftentimes fuel innovation. And I, I know so. we look at them as being, yeah, we look at them as being as like horrible moments when they're yeah. happening because they are yeah. for everyone involved. But like for the future, like the, I think all these chaotic moments where there's people struggling to get into a position for power, and the fact that nobody can really hold it, and it keeps, and people have their complaints, and the people that are rising up, they have the will of the people because the will of the people is we don't want any of this fucking terror anymore. We're not, yeah, 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 all right, let's go get them, and then they get in, and they become the person they were fighting against. Like this process repeats itself over and over again yeah. and it seems like objectively if you look at it it's like this process of cleansing or filtering almost like water coming down from a glacier and going through all those rocks until it becomes pure it's like it's got to mm-hmm. go through all these trials and tribulations there's got to be all these fucking chaotic moments of horror so we understand what horror is so we never repeat horror you got to have a holocaust to understand where the 60s came from you yeah. got to have these right. bad moments that sort of make you uh, like long for and accomplish the great heights. This is why I, I just had Alex Gray on my podcast, and I'm not going to try to repeat what he said about uh, the Jews as the chosen people because they're creating psychedelics. But he Love did it. one of his premises, because <laughs> Hoffman was a Jew. But one of well, the idea is that we needed scientific materialism atheism we needed people to turn their backs on the ancient version of god so that we could understand the universe at at, at a deep enough level to be able to uh create us uh, the to synthesize lsd and all the various like she's had to be smart to figure that yes, shit out yeah it's really cool <laughs> but it's kind of what you're saying which is like we needed mm-hmm. like these phases in human evolution are really important because like if if you if you're constant if you're caught up in a 
ridiculous version of the deity, and then maybe you're not going to be so inclined to study molecular biology, mm -hmm. or maybe you're not going to be able to study chemistry in the same way. And without studying that stuff, then we wouldn't have uh, some of the psychoactive compounds that I think a lot of people consider uh, as being one of the potential ways that our species can uh, evolve. And right. so these, these, these psychedelics can actually be ways to connect with the thing that the ancient religions were talking about. And then th th that thing that ended up being like turning, turned into like a painted clown, you know, that people, somebody had a vision. You know, Moses by the, what was the burning bush? Burning bush. What was mm -hmm. that? What was it made of, though? It was called a acacia or something. Yeah, it, the acacia bush. Which has oh, yeah. what in it? DMT. Dimethyltryptamine. So the, really? idea, the premise yeah. here he is. got it in his fucking head? Well, the idea of what is, well, you're translating you out, things what would, from. What would the story really be? Well, if you're translating something from ancient Hebrew, right? Yeah. And then you're putting it into the Latin and then eventually to the English. When you're doing that, like you're gonna, the the way they explain things is gonna come off very different. Like if you ever right. read like Russian stories translated to English, there's it's so bizarre. Oh, yeah. If you throw it through That's like right. Google Translate, oh, yeah. it's so bizarre. It's so hard to understand right. because their language works so much differently. So by saying that like God took the form of a burning bush, they easily could be saying he was smoking DMT. That's right. Easily. Yeah. And yeah, that's that could the, be a sublime yeah. fucking that's lyric. It. You dry the, the fucking bush. The, that bush out, figure out a way to get the fucking DMT out of it, yeah. and you smoke it. Like if you and especially if that's how they did it, like what if they just lit those bushes on fire and then just and breathed it some, all in? Just yeah. got some out of it. Just yeah. breathe in wholesale yeah. smoke. Right. What if they did it like totally caveman style? Just take those bushes, hack them down, dry them out, make a fucking t a tent like one of those uh, sweat lodges that the and Indians then, oh, yeah, do. Oh yeah, just yeah. let it fill up. Fill Hotbox it up. yourself. Yeah. Hotbox you yourself go. with DMT. Wow. And then he saw God and was like, "Dude, dude, dude! Of everybody course. down there, hold on. Shh. I got. Oh my God, I got some stuff to tell you. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But even he's suspect because God was telling you the, not to covet your neighbor's wife, not because your neighbor's wife is like in a, his in wife, a relationship. Your own wife. He okay, owns everybody it. leaves my life, my lives alone. Like the oh, idea wow. was that the guy owns that wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Like it's a, like this insane, archaic way oh, of yeah. thinking that's connected to that time. Yeah. So we don't, you know, even if Moses did say those things, we have no idea what the actual words that came out. Now, if Moses did have this psychedelic yeah, ancient experience, Hebrew's not used anymore. But, yeah, it's like, and not only that, like, who the fuck wrote it down? Was it Moses? Moses didn't write it down. If I told you some shit that happened to me when I was a child, and then you were, it was your bit job to write a book after I died, oh, you would butcher it. I would butcher your life, you would butcher my life, we would butcher each other's lives. If Moses wasn't yeah, writing it Moses, himself. From Moses, yeah. You know, if you're not getting his fucking notebook, yeah. like, who knows what was actually said. But that Joe, one's if, supposed if, to be write, written the same way throughout history. Like they writ, write every letter the same exact way. Mm, That's the written Torah. Right. And then the oral Torah is something different. Crazy looking, by the way, as a language. That's oh, yeah. some, it's cool looking. It's beautiful. And it's so strange and psychedelic. Right. And, yeah. They have they have uh, musical notes on each one of the letters you can read. Really? Yeah, so you know what to go up and it's down. It's wild, man. It's so you know how to, how to say it while you're yeah, the talking? Trump. Yeah, when you're, so when you're reading it, the Torah out loud. Wow. Or your Parsha. Can you read Hebrew? Yeah, of course. Fucking crazy, man. I'd like to learn it. But it's dude, so he, cool. you lived in Israel, like, yeah. man, that was doing religious fun. studies. Was it fun? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it was just like a given for a while, but now that I look, step back and look at it, I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I cool in China for three weeks. That. I thought it was cool. I lived in Israel for two years. Wow. How old were you? 
18, 18 wow. or 20. Wow. So it was and all I got drunk there for the first time. Pre-pussy. Yeah, pre-pussy. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even do anything back then. Wow. That's a fascinating story, It was so cool. Story, you take dude. the buses and stuff. What's it like there? Everything's made of stone. Jerusalem's like the whole city's made of stone. So the old city's all stone. But everywhere else is like stone outside. You know, the buildings. It just looked really pretty. Did you go to that wall where, oh, yeah. where those zombies climbed up in that movie? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that yeah. was the most ridiculous. <laughs> like, they, why? You no know, security cameras. Why monitor the, the wall separating us from yeah. a mass of zombies? Yeah. <laughs> so oh, we're all dancing and having a great time. Yeah, they were fine. And then all of a sudden, it's not fine over <laughs> instantly. Yeah. yeah. He escaped too easily a lot in that movie. Like, oh, a plane crash, and then only the two of you survive? Yeah. What? what? <laughs> yeah. It's like Godzilla. Yeah. Same sort of situation. But so you were there from 18 to 20. 18 to 20. Got, I really got drunk there the first time. So I think what I, years was that? I, well, I, well, first I went, my high school does a half year for a senior year. Uh, and then the second semester, second four to six months, we go to Israel and we do like a tour group. So that was, a, it was really two and a half years. So what year, calendar year was this? Ninety. Two, I think January of '92. So this is like Clinton presidency. Bush. Yeah, I voted absentee ballot for Clinton. That was wow. the only time I ever wow. voted for president. Did wow. you wear religious garb while you were there? I mean, yarmulke and the tzitzit, the, the tassels. My but point. man, one thing we loved doing because there was no black people there, only Ethiopians, and they were like in like a different part of the town, um, of the country. Um, we would just yell nigger at each other down the street. <laughs> oh no! Like, How dare you? Talk in! Hey, Tucker! You nigger! Because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't there. mean anything to anybody. That's fascinating. That's <laughs> yeah. the scariest word you could ever yell. Yes. You'd have to do like a full 360 sweep of your surroundings with a helicopter <laughs> and then parachute down and yell it to feel super confident. Someone's. It's like the only word that you can yell out and. Anyone in that group is allowed to punch you. See, if you yell out cunt, if you yell Only out cunt, people. women can't just run up to you and punch you, you know? You, but if you yell out nigger, people, are, they have a free pass yes. to just punch you. Yes. White people, too? They're just like, no. Well, it's no. the only racial slur that that is of a free pass to violence. Yeah. <laughs> like Chinese, if you yell out chink, chink? No. like it's most mean, likely they'll look at you right. like, you motherfucker, you piece of shit. Right. But there are certain dudes, not all of them, but there's certain dudes that if they catch you yelling out that word, oh, they will it's, fucking it's punch it's you. It's the Prophet Muhammad of words. But it's crazy if you're in a place... I mean, there's guaranteed. There's people that just heard you say that that are going to be offended. They're like, you know, fuck that guy. You know, who the fuck does he think he is yelling that shit out, dropping end bombs true. on the podcast? Twenty-two years ago. No, it doesn't even matter. Just the <laughs> fact that you even just said it. Now. Oh right, just the fact that just I'm saying ma making it. fun of what yeah. that how irresponsible was to say that. Yeah, or? you remember, like I had Whatever. that the bit we'll about the three else. magic words, and that was uh -huh. one of them. That like you you can't even say it. Like you're not even allowed yeah. to say the word in reference yeah. to it. If you're white, yeah. It is a really interesting thing because symbols are harmless, but it's somehow they justify violence. Like whenever this ridiculous thing, or an image of the prophet, don't put, don't, don't the, put the a flag word, on the ground. Whenever it's there, it's yeah. like that thing itself is meaningless, harmless, but it you allows it people, it allows violent people an excuse to be violent. And there is nothing I think more satisfying than some people. Uh, to to 
to be violent and righteous at the same time. Right. Oh yeah. Like American Sniper. Mm -hmm. That guy's like pegging like. God, that was so fucking killing. dumb. Oh, it's just such. Pro- it was, was just horrible. such propaganda. Over you 160 confirmed kills, not one wrong. Even though every time he was like, oh, I don't know what that is in the guy's hand. Fuck it, I'm taking the shot. Oh. He's never got it wrong. Oh. Only awesome. Oh, such yeah. a rah rah movie. Yeah, it was. God. Re- it was really like the acting was horrible. <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> no. The but acting was so bad. It. Howard Stern was raving about it this morning. Oh, fuck you, old man. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my. The goodness. acting was. Horrible from How jump. There you. was no plot. It was just some scenes. The wife was only annoyed. <laughs> I haven't seen the entire it. time. She was just like, "Why are you going out there again? You're like, You've never built a relationship. There's no the fucking movie. You haven't written this fucking movie." Mm, and at the very it, end, though. and I don't give a fuck. At the very end, they go, they go. They, he okay. So he comes home. He's all <laughs> fucked in the head. He meets some. Uh, he meets some. Some. He's working out with his wife. He meets some veterans. He helps them fucking sniper, and that's how he gets his life together. He helps them snipe and shit. And then he picks one guy up, and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go snipe today." And then uh, just at home on the range, and then the guy looks at his wife weird, and then it cuts away and goes, uh, "He was killed by a veteran." Yeah. Oh, it was that guy. Yeah, but they didn't even show what happened. They didn't even the show it. Two hour and twenty minute movie. Show every tour. Fucking four tour. Combine them. But they wouldn't don't, show Don't forget him. that they failed to mention. And they just said, "Oh, he died." And they showed footage of this a funeral procession. Also, the guy is like Jesse Ventura <laughs> sued that guy and won. And that won. was the guy who lied. Yeah, yeah. that's how ridiculous the movie was. There was not well, even, it wasn't just that. I just need some time, baby. Uh, there's apparently a whole long laundry list of questionable stories. That was that guy? No wonder. What a yes. garbage-ass movie. They probably had to take out the plot like uh, fasteners. Well, there was a bunch of other things that he did that <sighs> he said he did. Like, one of them was there was a carjacking where two people were shot and killed. And it a, read like a fucking Mencia talking about himself. Apparently. <laughs> that's, how it, that's how it saw. No evidence that the carjacking took place. Oh, yeah, or that, that guy. The, the two guys were killed. That was that killed. guy. And there was Another one where he killed a bunch of people in Katrina. He was a sniper in Katrina. He was yeah. shoot, shooting looters. And yeah. he talked about, which is like, okay. Like, it's one thing if you're shooting terrorists who have rocket launchers, but you're shooting people that are poor people that are stealing shit because they're, they're involved in chaos. Yeah. Because yeah. the fucking water has come and surrounded the city and there's no resources. And pe- so you're shooting looters. Like, we should, be re- we should be really fucking careful about who we celebrate. That's like, right. Man. If you're shooting looters, yeah, like you're this, a murderer. Yeah, we're you not talking about that. war. We're not talking I mean, like even Michael Moore was talking about his. Uh, well, that's what you uncle. get for looting. No, that's not what you get for looting. You don't get that for looting. <laughs> the death penalty is, is not made for people who want an. It's X not fight. for a judge to say. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not only that. It's not yeah, going right, to be delivered exactly. from a fucking roof. It's going to be delivered because you go to the, a trial and you have a, a jury of your peers. Yeah, that's them. what that's what the government is supposed that's to be right. established for. Like to be on a rooftop, you're just murdering people. This movie was like a full liar. That's right. I mean, this yeah, is crazy. Just murdering people. Well, Jesse Ventura so was lied. a he fucking Navy that. SEAL. He was in what's I guess called the UDT before it was the Navy SEALs. I believe that's the name of it, the organization. There was a, a pre-dating name. The same, Jesse Ventura was one of them. Yeah. So apparently this guy told the story about knocking out Jesse Ventura and Jesse Ventura bad-mouthing the troops and bad-mouthing the war, which he said he would never do, never did, never argued with this guy. There was, he never got hit. And he gave the guy an opportunity to, uh, to so retract it. Otherwise, he was because he wrote about it in his book. He called him Scruffy Face or something like that. But then on radio shows, he admitted that it was Jesse Ventura. So they can do the math. And I think he did it on Opie and Anthony, actually. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it came out. So they realized that it's not true. So the guy got killed. Okay, Chris Kyle gets killed. And now Jesse Ventura goes through with the lawsuit with the guy's wife. 
Mm. Which, mm, that's the... No, that. she's got all the profits from that. Yes. Fuck her. I'll fucking lie about him. Give her, take Leave the book her down. Stop yeah. selling the book down. You know what, know. Give though, her man. Give well, you know so She starts saying, I gave that money to charity, and then it comes out later, she's a liar, too. She gave 20% of it to charity. What? I think as long as her... Look, if her... Why should why? life isn't? I mean, it's he's suing the guy who lied. It yeah. just so happened that the guy who lied died. Take the and, book down and stop selling the book. Well, that's the issue. Yeah. You're dead right. You're dead so, right. So I'm getting that's all the, the profits now. The issue is the book. random oh, house. Right. Like who owns the book? Who? But, but but then the issue is, does he represent them when he goes on radio stations and says something that's not even in the book? Does he name the guy in the story in the book? Mm. But does it make them responsible? I say it doesn't. I say it the does. whole thing gets not Random House because he said Scruffy Face. Who the fuck? I is know, scruffy but then face? when he says, "Now I've told you who Scruffy Face is," now what you've printed is libel or whatever. Well, here's it is. the thing, man. If he wrote about all that other shit about shooting looters and all yeah. that other shit, like if that turns out to be not true, which people are saying it's not true, you really got to take the whole book. Take the book off. But or repackaged it, it as just fiction. And this is yeah. what this is what's important. That to Oprah say. had that book about that guy shattered little pieces or whatever, a thousand little pieces. Yeah. Yes. And he was like, "No, it was all a lie." And she was like, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm a fucking writer." Or the kid who just said he went to heaven and he he came out and said the whole thing was a lie. You know that yeah. kid who wrote? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. They pulled that book too. They pulled. So he went it. to heaven. Yeah. Well, no, there's this like cheesy book where a kid goes into a coma, flies uh -huh. around heaven for a while, comes back, writes this bestseller. People are like, "I knew heaven was real," yeah. and I knew it was like this i never read it but it's a funny it's just oh a hilarious thing but the kid got religion actually got religion and said i was and felt so guilty about lying that he came out and said the whole thing was a lie i thought i could get attention wow. it's not real great it's really it's and they it, pulled it there's a great pulled it. there's a great blog that i read called uh if you just google truth justice and the curious case of chris kyle it's really, really well written, which explains like all of the various stories, and here's why they couldn't be true. And here, he's not casting any judgment, not using any inflammatory language, just trying to explain like what may be or may not have been true. It said in the beginning of this movie that was just released, this is all a true story. See, some of it, I'm sure, was. See, that's the thing. The guy's about to shoot some kid, and they go like, if you're wrong about this, you'll fry in Leavenworth. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, your right. spotter. Yeah. That's your spotter is telling you you're going to go to jail forever if you, if you take this wrong shot. Another oh. thing you have to remember, too, is Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Clint Eastwood, <laughs> who used to be the baddest motherfucker in the world. He's yeah. done now, too. He's an old dude. How How remember like remember that? when he talked to the chair? Yes, the that's what I was going to say. Yeah. When you addressed Obama. Yeah. How did he direct a movie? When I saw the thing, no, seriously. Yeah. When I saw the thing, all I thought was, oh, this is just clearly wartime propaganda. propaganda. Sign up. Seth Rogen tweeted that he considered, he compared it to the sniper movie in uh, Tarantino's movie. I think Rogen backpedaled a little movie. bit. But in Tarantino's movie, Inglorious Bastards, they're uh -huh. watching this in Germany. They're watching a movie about a, oh, right. a sniper. sniper. And it's like, oh, yeah. and he's being celebrated, it's right? A propaganda and movie, it's propaganda. Yeah. It's propaganda. American Sniper is propaganda there's no question about it so we know that then i was thinking like always make the shot did clint eastwood really direct this because when you see him at the republican national convention he seemed kind of like nutty, out, nutty of out of it so then i was thinking how the fuck is this guy directing like this kind of hardcore action Maybe movie doing it for him did and the they AD stick is his over. face there because he's this manly rugged right-wing republican hero and they knew that that would like get more people to watch this movie yeah. which is essentially a lubricated water 
water slide that leads to your nearest recruiting office if you get hypnotized <laughs> by the thing enough. That's what it is. Oh, you want to fight? You want to fight for justice? And we'll, I'll, we'll I'll tell you, you this, man. You want to be noble? You don't, don't want to work in the oil fields? You want to be noble? Yeah, yeah. go straight to seal, even I mean, though it's 30. Yeah. You think about a lot of people that are in this country that are you got born in a shit town with no fucking opportunity. Yeah. And you're surrounded by a bunch of dummies, and then you go see this movie. You're like, holy shit, but... I think when you make a movie about someone's life story, and this is what I, I was pissed off at Foxcatcher for the same reason. That movie Foxcatcher about uh, John DuPont, who was that crazy old man oh, yeah, who yeah, shot yeah. Uh, Dave Schultz, who's an Olympic champion wrestler, and it was based on his brother Mark Schultz in this movie. They fucked with everything in that movie. They, he's so angry. He's been Mark Schultz has been tweeting like crazy because he's still alive. Beautiful he was, mind, too. He's an Olympic gold medalist. I mean, oh, really? Mark and they gold, said they killed him in the movie? Well, no, 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 no. John DuPont killed the, an Olympic gold medalist in the movie. But his brother, Mark Schultz, who the, book, the, the movie in the book is based on, is still alive. And they changed all these aspects of his life for this movie. And he's like, I'm still alive. Right. Like, this is me. Like, this isn't like a Chris yeah, Kyle right. thing where they made the movie after he's right. dead and who Can't knows argue. what, yeah. you know, he let put in and not put. This is like Mark Schultz is saying <laughs> this didn't happen. Like, um. they, they messed with shit that didn't even make sense. Like, they had the UFC in their movie, yeah. but it was in 1988. There was no fucking UFC oh, wow. until 1993. Like, well, thing, it didn't yeah. even exist. So they're watching an actual fight between Big Daddy Goodrich, who was the eventual opponent of Mark Schultz. And a lot of people are like, yeah, Rogan, you're all the fucking UFC trivia. Nobody gives a shit. It's about the story no it's not dummy it's about history because why would you make up any aspects of history when you're doing a true story yeah. you don't need to change the timeline for the UFC mm. that's totally arbitrary like someone deciding to do that is their own creative flair just yeah. jizzing just cupping their balls and jizzing over history right and if you did that with that how the fuck am i going to believe any of the aspects of the story because right. you lied about something i know you lied about right. there's this weird shit where there's like there's like this weird relationship between the two and they're looking at each other weird and he's wearing shorts and now he's got frosted tips and people are saying that it seemed like it was gay and schultz got really upset that they were insinuating there was some sort of a gay relationship oh, Jesus. and they like fucked with the, the the timeline of his achievements too because he had already won the world championships i mean he was right. already the best wrestler in the world in his weight class and they were making it look like like he needed his brother and you right. know that he was he was sucking in dupont was that his career was falling apart he was the best wrestler in his weight class in the world he's mark fucking schultz was an animal right I mean, if you watch him wrestle when he was in his peak form he was a fucking animal right and like the the changed the like the aspects of his achievements in this movie like he was already a world champion like the way they made it and the way they it's like the guy was fucked and nothing was going right for him and then he needed this john dupont situation and that's why he moved in yeah, there that. in a beautiful mind when 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 the wife stuck with him even though he was going crazy yes. in the real life she just left of as, course as soon as he ran the bathwater on the kid she was like i'm out i'm divorcing you it's over yeah. There was no, like, we're going to make it together, baby. Why did he do that? Yeah, and this was like, and the American Sniper was like, we're going to tell the whole story. I'm like, what whole story? There was also a shitty father and husband. I'm thinking about the Ari Shafir story when it comes out. They're gonna show him, they're gonna show him like with a bag of mushrooms, but he's like weeping as he eats them. Like I can't stop. <laughs> and like you're calling, you're calling him like Ari. You gotta stop eating those mushrooms, and man. All he's they're doing is watching child porn. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't even know why. Why should it be legal? I can watch it. I didn't fuck any kids. Why isn't the video themselves legal? They'll put some words in your mouth you've never said that someone could totally see. 
put it like on a newspaper quote or something like, and have it come up. Did you ever see Lenny with Dustin Hoffman? You know, I missed it. I didn't see Look, I'm a huge fucking Lenny Bruce fan, so yeah. I, I'm fascinated by it. I'm not a huge fan of his war. This is a tricky way to say it, because like... I think if you, I'm, I'm not endorsing it was. right now. Yeah. I'm saying like if you go, you want to, like if Lenny Bruce is performing at the Laugh Factory and you were at the Comedy You're Store, go. I would tell people to go see you. I would right. go because it would be cool. freaky just to see him. Yeah. But but you're dealing with a completely different era. The the world yeah. was just way different. Right. But anyway, there's this great Dustin Hoffman movie where Dustin Hoffman fucking nailed it. He sounds just like Lenny Bruce. I mean, he's the, one of the few times where a guy's on stage and it seems like he's a real comic. Oh. Huh. It re it's really good, but he says a bunch of shit, and you go, did he say that? How do I know he said that? I know you know, I know you don't know exactly what came out of his mouth at any given moment. So a lot of this is just bullshit. Right. You know, and so like if there's a real person, you gotta try your best to make everything as on the money as possible. Well, yeah. And whatever you fill in has gotta be directly related to everything you absolutely know right. happened. But you're not gonna be able to fill in stuff like when he tells his wife he loves her for the first time. It's like, that's just like, I'm guessing this is how it went. It's fine. Unless the wife's alive yeah. and she can tell you. Yeah, you can, then it could help. Yeah, but yeah, well, other than get, like, that. I think what you're talking about is a, is a controversial subject. I think some yeah. people say that you got creative license when the things. This didn't even say based on a true story. It said this is a true story. Oh, well, yeah, Clint right. Eastwood, look, he's rah rah all the way. He's a flag waving old God, man. He sure is. He really is. All those old men stick together. Well, look, I think this is. I mean, though they're dead. Look, I think Howard Stern just saying he enjoyed it as a movie. It's supposed to be a very good movie. It was like well made as a movie. Not is it, is at it not? All. There was no. no plot. There was no story. The acting really? was horrible. There were some cool, sh like, fucking sniping shots. The sniping some. was cool. And that was it. But and it wasn't was, much. I don't think boring. you could label, st he's not like a war, like a apologist There's no, like, like, the one, that. the one, the uh, bad guy he wants to get the whole time. It's like, uh, I don't understand. Here's it's just what it comes in. down to, man. I think I've said on the podcast before. Green Lantern. Here's what it boils down to. You want to use military equipment, right? In a movie. Right. You're not going to get your own fucking tanks. And where are you going to get the military equipment from? You're going to get the military equipment from the military. Right. And the military, and you can look this have up. Let's over on they, this. They have. They get to have script approval. So the military, they look through your script and they make sure that the stuff that is in your script is going to get people down to their local recruiting office. And that's why they let you use their machinery. Wow. Don't you, you think know they said that to Kubrick that there's never been a, an anti-war movie that hasn't made uh, en enlistment go up? Anti-war movies? Yeah. Wow. So you keep it like you literally cannot make an anti-war movie because so, every single depiction of war makes people go, oh, that's cool. Like Platoon? All of it, all of it. You can see the trend right afterwards. Enlistment shoots up after those big movies so come out. Great. I, I, yeah. I, I just even wish when you see the same Private Ryan, the guy gets blown up, the cool sniper. But everyone's like, I want to be a sniper. Right. You, you forget the fact they got blown up because people like being violent, and this is why Sebastian Younger's book War is such an incredible book because it is it portrays war with no like attempt to be like this is right or this is wrong. It just says if you take it, I can't remember the exact wording, but it's like if you take a 22 year old and put them behind one of those giant fucking submachine guns. <laughs> yeah. It feels good. Video game. It's fun to like do, 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 do. It feels live good. Xbox. People love violence. So, if you can figure out a way to get people to be violent without the guilt that goes along with like, you're killing 
other members of your species, then what do you do? You create an imaginary story, right? And the imaginary story in Iraq was the weapons of mass destruction. Also, Saddam Hussein. That's what they said in this movie. Like, oh, you, if I don't do my job, they come to San Diego and knock on your door. That's, that's, right. that's uh, apparently another aspect of the book that has been questioned, is that the, the barrels of weapons of mass destruction that they found, like he said that they found like chemical uh, weapons. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he said, oh, we actually saw them. Yeah. We laid eyes on them. But they're like, well, then why didn't you tell anybody? What What do you mean? Here's a fun Google them? search. Do a Google search on birth defects in some of the parts of Iraq that we attacked because we used uh, shells that had some kind of radioactive isotope in it. So now <sighs> the babies are being born with birth defects. Because the other thing people say is Saddam Hussein gassed his own people, right? Yeah. He gassed his own people. Well, what are we doing to them when we're dropping all those bombs? Targeted strikes, man. They know exactly where they're hitting. No, they don't. People, babies are being born there with like severe birth defects because of what we did there. So I think in a movie like that, you need to at least illustrate the fact that the reason that man was sitting on the tops of buildings in that area yeah, killing people was he was was because he was sent there based on bad information to say the least and and uh the people he's killing like in the very beginning it's like anybody over the age of 18 this is like oh, in yeah, the scene. anybody over the age of 18 in, in this area this is an evacuation zone so there's no Anyone one here over, yeah except people that are out to kill us it's all open game it's like oh wait a minute so you're saying that because the people... very first shot so that way we don't worry about like oh, is yeah. this question with morally no anyone who's there over 18 that's what they're there These for. monsters did not leave the city that we bombed, that they lived in, when we told them to. So if they're still here, kill their ass. Jesus Christ. And then he still like shows restraint. And then when he finally has to, it's a kid, but he has a, a fucking grenade launcher. Yeah. And he, he waits until the kid's running at the fucking, and about to throw it, and then he shoots him. But it's Jeez, totally they justified. They show him shooting a kid? Mm-hmm. And then the mom. What the fuck? And, and then, why, but why would the kid be angry? I mean, really, why would you be angry? They only destroyed your city that you lived in yeah. but this is another thing yeah, like, like why we were they, talking they about they're, earlier they're shooting marines they're shooting it's like why are the marines right there where they can get shot just Remember, go thousands of miles away back to america what we were saying earlier about ideologies are the yeah. problem and the, being a nationalistic person subscribing and being a patriot subscribing right. to one nation only regardless of what the actual act itself is yeah. and looking at it like you know that's okay because it's one of us like that is an ideology. There you go. Like that is as much of an ideology as a religion. It's yeah. like this unquestioning thing. Like, you know, one of the things that Michael Moore was saying was that he put it on his tweet, his Twitter, that uh, a sniper is a coward, and everybody got really pissed off. You know, and they're like uh, the I think the the logic behind it's kind of silly. Like you have to look him in the eye when you shoot him. Like shooting someone in the back right. is, is a coward's move. Like, well, in that sense. 90% of war is cowardly. Yeah. Because like, you're you're saying some kind of war is okay, but some kind of, you have rules. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you have yeah. to look at somebody. Shot like, in the back, or like, what about uh, from 100 yards? How about rock? That means no more rockets. Yeah. That means no, no more drones. Yeah. A lot of the no shooting that you do is you're shooting people. Like, you don't necessarily look them in the eye when you shoot them. Are you yeah. having a duel? 
Like, what are you doing? Are you standing back to back and walking 10 paces like assholes? Like, what kind Even of- if there's a reason to be there, can't you look at some of the negative effects and say we want to pull those back? Yeah. Like, why do 30% of children in Yemen have PTSD now because of drones? Yeah, oh, we can't terrifying. say that's a negative. It's really important that that information gets out there when you are putting a movie out that's going to get people. In the same way, like when Beverly Hills uh-huh. Chihuahua came out, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everybody bought a Chihuahua and the pounds filled up with Chihuahuas. Because they also abandoned American right Sniper yeah. is going to do the exact same thing for people who are a little confused in what to do in their lives. And they're going to think, well, I guess the best thing I can do right now is kill people that my government tells me are evil, even though if I study the facts, I find that uh, it's a far more complex issue than that. And maybe my decision should not be to become a hired killer for people who are telling me that I should kill people who more than likely are innocent or just trying to defend their home from an invading, occupying force. It's really important to realize that. Now, I'm not saying all war is bad because some people will be like, you naive son of a bitch, you don't even realize. Let me repeat the speech at the beginning of American Sniper. This is what the dad, here's the speech speech the dad gives at the dinner table after the American Sniper. What's his name? Chris, what was his name? Chris Chris Kyle. Kyle. Chris Kyle has just defended his brother from a beating by a bully. And they're sitting around the table. His brother's got bruised up a little bit. Chris Kyle's sitting there, and his dad gives this speech. There's three types of people. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Before you give the speech, he goes, I was just defending my brother. And he looks at the little brother with a black eye, and he goes, is that true? Like, what do you mean? Obviously. He, he has a black eye. He just got beat up. That's How right. How you not tell oh, that? That's right. What a shitty movie. Is that true? He goes, yep, all oh, it is. Three types uh, of people uh, in the world. Three types. There's sheeps. And these are the people who believe that there aren't evil people in the world. And by the way, I'm paraphrasing. I don't memorize it. There's, a, there's the sheeps. These are the people who believe that there aren't evil people in the world and that everything's safe. And then there's the wolves. And these are the people who try to use evil to overpower others, something like that. And then there's the sheep dogs. And these are the people who defend the sheep. Oh God. What are you gonna be? It goes, if you're any <laughs> if if you're anything, if you're the sheep or the wolf and he takes his belt off and puts it down, I'll whoop your fucking ass. Yeah, oh you gotta be a sheep dog. If you're anything but the sheep dog, whoop your ass. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. Watch it, man. It is mm. it, from the very beginning. It's pure. It low, really is like the way men see would talk propaganda. about how how, how uh, soldiers are on their dying breath. We're like, tell them, I'm just glad I got to see men see up before I, <laughs> I die. Oh, <laughs> he was for real telling that story. Oh, he was for real telling that story. Oh, that was a story. Yeah. When was this story? He told people. I remember it going around though. He telling people like, yeah, I met his like his uh, his fucking buddy in arms when he was dying. He was like, you know, I got married and everything did a lot of good things, but at least I got. <coughs> At least I got the semen seal before I died. Wow. Ari, I will Imagine give you- if that really did happen, though. That's actually sadder. <laughs> that's sadder than him lying. Yeah, that's sadder. If it actually really happened, like, we're that. assuming it didn't happen, but th- people are definitely dumb enough to do that. No, you don't understand about the Punisher tour of 2006. <laughs> <laughs> it was magical. <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow. My god. That's oh fucking god. hilarious. His last words, you know, the guy would be like, but what about what about him stealing jokes? His last words, but he did it better. <laughs> <laughs> but he did it better. <laughs> but he did it better. 
defending my country. Man. <laughs> Ari, I will give you $100,000 if on your deathbed you say, yeah. at least I got to see Mencia. <laughs> 100000 You would really give him 100000 And how would he use it? He's dead. Oh, this he's is a terrible fucking deal. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Show well, you won't need this, and me. I am one of your best friends, so I just take <laughs> these stacks back. Expiration. <laughs> at least I can say I got that. Yeah, on your deathbed. By the way, my storyteller show, This Is Not Happy, premieres this Thursday. Dun, dun, oh, yeah. Dun. With me, Bobby Lee, and Keegan-Michael Key. And Duncan, dun, dun, dun. we've done these extra stories that we're doing for the web only. They'll all be on YouTube. And Duncan's is premiering tomorrow. That's right. Duncan tells a cool story about going to... Bad LSD trip. Grateful Dead concert. Is there a reason they didn't yeah. want to put that on television? Uh, the reason like... is to book another white male was nearly impossible. <laughs> you had too many white males? Did you need diversity training? Oh, yeah. There was like, who else can we get that's a little not that? <clears throat> wait, wait, so Pat you had to go out of your up, way? You had to you go see, out of like... your way to look for non-white males? Yeah. So it's a Jerry Seinfeld type situation. Yeah, they're like, look, we're just going to get too attacked if you don't get some we'll others. We'll get too attacked. It's just like, bottom line, it was just like fucking Well, awful. I mean, they're <sighs> pissed about the, what is it, the Oscars? They they're... don't have to get half, but they just got, you like, got to be representative. That's so crazy. They're pissed about the Oscars. It's yeah. all like all white people. Well, yeah. he, unless black people are being excluded, right. unless Asian people are being excluded. Yeah, but, but the I was idea... like, we got Bobby Lee, Joey Diaz. Yeah, those are both fucking ethnos. But my Sounds problem like horror, is like you can't have affirmative action comedy. Yeah, you're right. just, you're, no, that, you can't. You're gonna ruin the whole thing. You can't yeah. do that. You can't like you. Well, whoever's funny. You gotta say show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get, but you can do it like this. Like show me the pool of people that are qualified. You can show them a hundred people. Like right. make, make two of those. There's only six blacks that are qualified of those hundreds, but pick two of them. I don't mind being on the internet. I love the internet. Oh, yeah. that's where I live. Is on the internet. Right. Those clips so... are, they can be way longer too. Just like we did last year. Yeah. Completely like don't worry about any. No, I love the one that you put a, that we did. That's mm -hmm. that was on the internet. It was great. It was fun. And this is actually before the show was even on TV. It's, it's it's totally awesome to have something on the internet. I was just confused as to oh, what yeah. the, the reasoning for it. And was. we we also because it came later too. Eric, the guy who runs it with me, he was like, "Hey, let's do an also a, a web series." Like, That's a great idea. Do a web series, and that way he goes too. It's like if we show some short ones, we want to bump somebody up. We can if they're a good short story. Mm -hmm. So we're with Rothbart and with Miss Pat. You know what though? It's fucking awesome about the web too. It doesn't get canceled. It doesn't get right. canceled. It's on anytime you want. Yeah. It's actually a way better medium for distribution. Yeah. Like yeah. a YouTube channel is way better, especially now you have YouTube on um, Apple TV, so you can go right to YouTube. Right. Yeah, I mean you can get YouTube on a lot of those little you know, like Netflix. Yeah, so you can watch it on your TV. Yeah, you can watch them on your phone. You can watch it anywhere you want. If it's on Comedy Central, you're going to be guaranteed a very large audience. You know, like million plus audience of people sitting there watching. A lot of them yeah. that aren't even your fans. When you get good online, you're going to get all of your fans. Like, also, they right. watch it more intently. They see your name right there. It's mm -hmm. way easier for them, like, fan-wise. Like, yeah, oh, fan-wise. That's why I told them, like, we want to do it on TV. And they're like, okay, but it's a no web. I'm like, no, 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 no. Also, yeah. all those stories go on the web. Let's make a cool-looking clip. I couldn't tell a story about trying to buy acid in a parking lot on TV. Exactly. Yeah. Like, why even... Big well, J has could. one that's great about... It's some sex, and a dog is involved, and they're like, you're not doing bestiality out here. We'll, yeah. we'll put it on the web, though. And I'm like, fine, golden. I don't care. As long that's as it's hilarious. out. I just think that's the way. Yeah. I mean, like, if I get to choose. Yeah, it's... Duncan said that. He goes, I don't even want it. It's like, I'd rather be the wet. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, I would. Yeah, for sure. Because he called me, and he's like, can we go through what your story is? The idea being if we can, like, maybe we can make it so it could possibly be on TV. And I said, oh, no, I'd just rather not yeah. be on TV. Because I don't want to deal. I don't want to worry about that. 
I don't want to yeah. think about that because the story I'm telling is a story about being in high school trying to buy drugs and uh, in like just the worst slash best acid trip I ever had in my life. You don't even want to have to worry about something going, mm, can you make it sound a little less uh, pro that like, I don't even want to get into it because I am yeah. pro LSD. Yeah. <laughs> and the moment Do they actually say that, no, no but no you can see them maybe saying, but that. it could happen, you yeah. know. Like, no, in my special, I go do more drugs. Oh, <laughs> like, good, you for should you. do drugs, but do you say <laughs> specifically let me get what drugs? Uh huh, mushrooms and, and any sort of psychedelic. Hmm. I'm like, you'll never, there's nothing that'll ever bad happen to you. I think Bush gets an office, that could be an issue. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, there's a statute. I mean, you could. I, it could it be an issue? Is that real? No, no, yeah. shh, quiet. Oh, both of you, stop it. You're gonna get ideas in their heads. It's stop okay, it. for sure. Shh. You're talking about Schedule One drugs. Ugh. <laughs> so, like, oh, Comedy Central's heads? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You're not worried about the politicians no, themselves. No, no. Like, I don't know, Comedy man. Central, I don't think, be pussies. You guys are rebels. I think with mushrooms, especially, yeah. I, I, I think mushrooms. Like, okay, remember when marijuana was deeply illegal way back in the day, uh -huh, uh -huh. and you'd fantasize with your friends about the idea of marijuana becoming legalized, and you could <laughs> see that it could be on the horizon, maybe, but it was still kind of like it's never going to be legal. It's a ridiculous dream. Yeah. I think mushrooms is the new marijuana. Maybe. I think mushrooms is going to. Uh, psilocybin is going to become a prescription medication that's given to people to stop smoking. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's going to happen. They'll be so once, yeah. once they start realizing that there are medical benefits, that they yeah. keep looking like they're improving, that it's like they'll try to separate Ibogaine. It. Ibogaine's yeah. a big one. Thank God for Doblin, mm -hmm. right? Oh, yeah. He's a, yeah. He's a champion, hero. That guy is a, that guy deserves to be. Uh, it deserves a Nobel Prize for the work right. he's doing for psychedelic because he's, he's like doing stringent, hardcore studies proving that many of these psychoactive compounds have medicinal. Who is that? Rick Doblin nice. from the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. Maps. Yeah. And it's just they do these like real study, they real hardcore studies where it's undeniable. Oh look, what do you know? Psilocybin helps long-term smokers quit, and when you compare it to Chantix, yeah, it's like the the psilocybin is a million times better. Yeah, it helps with my depression a lot. Yeah, it does. It heals you. <laughs> Changes the way your brain is functioning. You know, the paths that you're on. I think the paths you're on. Like someone tried to explain this to me once. It's a I've always tried to remember the exact way it's explained. But that we we want to think of our moments as being moments individual unto themselves, but they're not. They're a chain of unique moments throughout your entire life. Your interpretations of those unique moments. I'm paraphrasing the shit out of how this guy said it. Yeah. And then all of your associations with life itself that are connected to your interpretations mm. of these moments and then boom here, here you are today and you want to think that this is life but it's only life because of all these pathways that you've carved in the way you view oh, the world cool. as soon as you change so you those pathways yeah. you open up a yeah. whole new world yeah. because now you're associations are different so now your brain's reaction to life so you're itself your, it's you're changing your route to work and all of a sudden you're like well look at these stores i never saw Robertson before you're changing uh, your chemistry and it's such a great feeling whenever any if that happens just slightly because a lot of people are in a cave-in situation when it comes to their lives they're literally buried under a series of antiquated stale symbols that they're looking at the universe through and they feel trapped it's like their shoes are too tight yeah. and if like a psychedelic or meditating too and i really mean that i'm not just saying that to because so that people because i'm i really think meditation has the, a very similar effect but any of these things they reset 
those symbol structures in your brain. And if you just like, if you're in a cave-in and you get an extra inch compared to like being compressed <laughs> yeah. against a wall, that's mm. a big fucking deal, man. Yeah. Oh, right. So a slightly percentage difference change. Just a slight really a change way. is like, oh, thank God I'm... 13% less frightened than right, I was right. for my have, entire life. Have you ever heard Tony Robbins talk about changing paths in life? He had a really, really interesting analogy. He talks about like you're going two cars going exactly the same, or a boat rather, two boats going exactly the same direction, but one boat just takes a two degree turn. Mm -hmm. Just two degrees. Yeah. As they go further down, the one boat that took the two degree turn is going to go wider and wider away from the original path. And that mm. each decision that you make that's a good decision takes you closer. Like, even though it's just like you're just steering your ship just dirt, as yeah. you go out, it's going to be a much different path, a much different end than if you just stayed on the original path. That's incredible. Yeah, I love way that. different. And psychedelics yeah. makes you go right turn, collide. <laughs> yep. Whoa! That's I mean, right. look at Amber but then the, 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 the currents try to bring you back, though. Yes. Well, That's ego tries so to bring you back. you go this way, and the currents kind of bring you back to where you were going, so it's like you got to take them again. Well, I've so always you said sort of get off that current. Yep. That doing psychedelics is like pressing like the reset button for your brain, like Control, Control Alt, Delete. delete. Remember yeah, that remember bit? That, yeah. that your your desktop reboots, and there's only one folder on the desktop, and that that desktop says the folder says my old bullshit. And you have two mm. choices. Either you, you just like create a completely different desktop, look at reality as a, like a completely different, or open up my old bullshit and fall back into these familiar patterns because right. they're very comforting. Right. You know, and you, those moments after the psychedelic experience are so important to grab and hang on to because it gives you this opportunity to make this new way of thinking like a part of your habit. Yeah. And once you get into habit, whether it's fucking you know, the 30 days or 60 days or 90 days. Like people say that once you like have a pattern ingrained in how you behave and think and do, yeah. it just takes a consistent approach to that pattern and then it becomes like a, like a part of you. Like that's why right, people right, right. that quit smoking, like get past three. the first thir 90 days and you'll be all right. Right. Jews say when you have, if you go sit in the same seat three times, you just keep sitting there. That's your, that's your new all-time seat. <laughs> wow, that's smart. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think it, it's like when you take a psychedelic. It's like if your life is a polluted city. Like, what are those polluted? Like, what's that? Detroit. Detroit, right? Yeah. Then it's like the psychedelic all of a sudden takes you in a helicopter outside the pollution, and so now you're seeing. Oh God, the air up here is so fresh. It's yeah, so nice down here. Away. But the thing is, the helicopter's gonna land. It's gonna put uh, you back out into your city, and that's where the job starts. Which is like shit, man. I it's remember nice what the city up was there. Like. How can I clean this fucking thing up? And then uh, yeah. that's that's like the that's when you start doing things like exercising, meditating, or that's where you like create just a very simple intention in everything you do, which is as much as possible. I'm gonna try to alleviate the suffering of people around me as much as I can. Yeah. You know, not that might not be a lot. It might just be call it that it might just be definitely does that too. We got back from from this last UFC just a little bit of mushrooms was yeah. enough that I saw a homeless guy and he's like I was like and I opened my wallet and I only had 20s and I was like no fuck it. There you go. Yeah. That's what it does. Yeah. In those little moments, man, it shows you that you get pre those moments present themselves to you all day fucking long, but if you are stuck Hold in selfishness, you don't see it. Yeah, it's yeah. real simple little things. But it's fun. It's a very wonderful that kind of simple intention can really depollute your your subjective city that you've been sucking in shitty gas there was for, one for time that life. i saw it that i was that i was uh the only time i was like i ever guide to somebody but it was willie hunter was on him and he was shitting on vine he was shitting on some like comic who would become like a vine star 
you know, so she was a shitty comic, but she became like a, and he was like, oh, I hate Vine. We're like, Vine, man, they're, they're fun. They're six second, like, fun videos. And he's like, no, I hate him. We're like, what about a six second YouTube video? You'd watch that. Goes, I don't, whatever. He was just being shitty. And we're like trying to talk about it. He couldn't stop. Then we started doing the mushrooms. And he was like, I'm a bad person. <laughs> and everyone was like, no, no, you're fine. And he kept doing it. And then eventually I was like, Willie, listen, you're right. That was you being a bad person. Yeah. He's like, I'm so sorry. But I was like, it's okay, because here's the deal. From now on, you don't have to be that anymore. Yeah. You can just let yeah. that go and let people talk. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. And that's what it shows you. Like, you can change. But that thing you're talking about where you realize, shit, I'm a bad person. That is, um, there's, I can't remember the name. In Buddhism, there's an actual name for that. And it's considered to be a very sweet moment where you need that moment. Mm -hmm. It's fertilizer where you need that moment where you look at your life and you feel this very specific kind of sadness because you look at all the times you could have been kinder, all the times you could have like called that person back, all the times you could have made decisions that were pushing your boat in the direction of a better world and you didn't do it. And you should feel sad about that, but you shouldn't spend your whole life feeling sad right, about right, right, it. Right. You should just spend some time there and look at it and think, okay, well that's gone. The past has been devoured by time. There's only this moment now. And so from this point forward, as much as I can, my decisions are going to be based on reducing the suffering of my species. And that yeah, means... Pick up your trash. Just because you litter before yeah. doesn't mean you have to litter, keep going forever. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the path of, of trying to figure out like what's the best way in life is obscured by law. Isn't that amazing? Like, the, there's laws that they've oh, yes. created that make the best tools to find out who you really are illegal. Like, yeah. that's like, there's not a therapy in the fucking world that will get a crazy, sociopathic, egomaniacal person to really look at themselves like a bag of mushrooms. Well, there's nothing. Nothing. Right. Nothing. No, all, all those moments in film are like, whoa, I realize now that's all bullshit. That's <laughs> recreating a mushroom trip. People wow. that you know that are untrustworthy, that you can't, you, you can't, like, you can't trust their stories. You can't trust their their like. Those are the people that we all agree could have like the best experience on psychedelics because it'll give them like the best view of themselves. Yeah. But those are the same type of people that are going to argue against it. Like if you ever talk to people that don't want mushrooms to be legal or don't want like ah, oh, but the, fuck that. You think that should be legal? You lose your fucking mind. What about people who've lost their fucking mind mm. on that? It's and you're like what? What people have lost their mind? What are you talking about? The those movies? people, yeah, the forties. Well, there's been some people that have blown their brains out with uh, LSD for sure. There's LSD. definitely been some people that had some psychotic episodes, and it can be argued that a lot of those psychotic episodes are people who are control freaks or egomaniacs that are struggling with the reality that's presented with them presented to them schizophrenic the shouldn't try it that's, that's Fuck my yeah, only for thing sure. schizophrenic people with history of schizophrenia in their family what about bipolar people that's it yeah what about bipolar people they probably shouldn't try it either i mean yeah. it's probably a whole slew of people who have abnormal human chemistry you know what human... else bipolar people shouldn't try caffeine Really? They shouldn't take really? caffeine pills. Yeah, you shouldn't do anything that's going to push you into a manic state. It's like we can't consider, you know, it's like uh, the, the, the victim thing about people, the victims of psychedelics. You know, and I know you think climbing up, what is it, the Everest. mountain? Yeah, you think it's r ridiculous, but there's a valley there called the, I, I just read about this on Reddit. I think it's called, there's an area, I think it's called the Valley of Rainbows. And they call it that because of the brightly colored uh, jackets on the corpses that are all laying there dead oh, really? and I think psychedelics have the same kind of valley I think that there is an undeniable valley 
that must be filled with people who've been pushed into psychotic episodes or who, who under the influence of a psychedelic made bad decisions, car accidents, all the things that come from irresponsibly using yeah, an intoxicant. You've got to admit that's real, but yeah. just because that is real doesn't therefore exclude all the people who are saying again and again and again and again, I've had amazing my relationships are better. Same thing my with alcohol. marriage is healed. Same thing with alcohol. Yeah. It's like, all right, there's some drunk drivers. Don't drunk drive. Yeah. But like, it's pretty fun to get fucked up with your friends once in a while. You got to yeah. look at the you whole fucking picture. Fuck look at the whole thing. Don't deny the fact that they're dangerous yeah. chemicals and that people have more than likely completely lost their shit because of them. Don't deny that. But then also, don't deny the benefits in the same way with American Sniper much better movie if that character was actually dealing with the fact that he's blowing people away in a war that has been shown yeah. to be based on bad information don't you think that when you get to be as old as Clint Eastwood is yeah don't you think that you are your faculties have been compromised yeah 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 he's like not almost hundred percent he's not thinking yeah. the same way yeah he was he's not as sharp no honestly and million dollar baby was really good yeah but, but this is not that. It's what's also, it's the subject matter that he's prone to go into these like very right wing. And also, you probably with. get like you can't separate your deep feelings. He didn't have mm -hmm. deep feelings about women boxers. Exactly. You know, but he has deep feelings about this. So it's got to be a hundred percent rah rah rah. And it's like, all right, man. Now you're not. Even if you were younger, you still wouldn't be able to see this. It's like when you're someone when someone talks like in their own words, and you get to hear them talk in their own words. You get a sense of like, oh, I see why you created this piece of art. I see why this is your perspective. And when you saw that re that Republican National Convention thing, whatever the fuck it was, when he was talking that's to it. Obama, that's that's Clint Eastwood. That yeah. was, do you know, he's he so he's so fucking crazy that he thought that up like on the spot. That was ad libbed. Like right. he didn't even have anything planned out. Uh, this fucking guy is wow. giving this speech in front of this gigantic group of people. He's so confident in his ideas that he's going to ad lib a conversation with Obama, complete with punchlines. Oh, yeah. He comes from a non-video uh, world, too, where he's like, meh, so what? It's a group of a thousand people. Well, he's also just good, so completely what? confident yeah. in his position mm. in life and who right. he is. And he's a movie star. He's been a movie star for fucking 100,000 years. Right. Yeah. Everybody's been kissing his ass long before the internet came along. He's also a guy that agreed to do a fucking reality show. Do you know that? No. Where his wife was in a reality oh, yeah. show. His wife was in some crazy reality show, man. His wife, I don't know if they're still together. I think they might have got divorced. But he, she wanted to be a star, so she married Clint Eastwood. She was young and hot, and then she did a reality show. <laughs> didn't know it. Yeah, it didn't last. I'm, I'm not sure if he's still with her. There's no real. There's it's no cool. Trauma to it. I looked it's up. Worth it. I looked up an interview with Eastwood about directing the movie because I, I didn't understand how the guy at the really? Republican you National were affected by this. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I was just like, oh wow, this is such blatant propaganda. They're yeah. not even trying to make it subtle. This is just like war, wartime. They make propaganda. a movie out of it. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. That I was curious, like, okay, I wonder how involved Eastwood was in directing this, just based on what I saw at the Republican yeah. National Convention. Didn't know it was improvised. So now that yeah. kind of explains it. I thought maybe. Oh. He no, was he just, just suffering from senile dementia or something. He, it was called Mrs. Eastwood and Company. It was on 2012. It was a reality show. So what did the interview say, though? Well, the interview was, you know, it was just him saying, Mrs. like, he had actually been reading the book when they called, and he said, let me finish the book. I've got 40 pages left, and so I read it the next day and decided, you know, it's just a basic, basic interview. But I just, it was...
Was just I was like just so phone, appalled phone by the movie. fucking thing. That was her. She's pretty goddamn hot. That's his wife? It was his wife. Yeah, she of divorced course, him. Of course he would marry a super hot person. She's hot as fuck. He should. Kapowza wowza, son. By the way, I also He's a goddamn a... movie star. Yeah, he is. What do you expect? Yeah, you can't really... Bl- like, Were you going to say you also have something? Oh, yeah. I also have a story that's out on YouTube now. My first story. They put it out. Oh, beautiful. Sm- smuggling weed in Australia. Oh, shit. Oh, cool. Don't and talk about be- that on online. What the, are you doing? The beginning of it is... Uh, all right. All right. You should say this is all a lie. You just got done talking about how truthful you should be. Well, I don't do it anymore. Reality. I, don't do, I don't do it anymore because the results of this story. So. Yeah, but even then, you, you could be like admitting to an Interpol-related no, crime. No, no, no I don't buy into any of that shit. They're going to fucking, they have every bag of garbage <laughs> from the moment of time, and they have them like locked up by date labeled so that if you talk about something they can go back, go back to this to warehouse the and they go we found it we found the bag we got the wrappers this fucking kids on the pot and yeah, the, that you brought those they'll find your dna from the wrapper from your sweat they'll isolate it and they'll bring you up into some sort of tribunal the next time you try to go to sydney here's how little i care about that just youtube search this is not happening ari smuggles weed into australia and you can see it right now you are a gangster sir you know man that makes me think of this uh movie that's coming out i'm really excited about tim Timothy Leary's kid is releasing this movie about, about his dad and, really? and, and Richard Alpert, but it's got all this like footage. Bradley Cooper plays Timothy Leary, I heard. What's that? Bradley no, this Cooper's is a documentary. Gonna... Oh, I, I missed it. God damn it. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> totally. That's such a slow ball, too. And I just fucking. That was like, a slow what? ball. <laughs> but, yeah, like, yeah, he was going to give acid to this kid, and he wasn't going to, but then the kid picked up a Bible, so he gave the kid acid. <laughs> no, this. this <laughs> that would be. <laughs> that would be. got to start like, making this, the real movies of these things. That would be like. Their sniper moment. Yeah. Like the kid is about to pick up the bottle. No. I can't do it. He gets the eyedropper and squirts it in the kid's mouth. And you see the kid's eyeballs dilate. The kid <laughs> falls back into a kaleidoscope and Sergeant Pepper's lonely hearts Here's the real Jesus. We it, hope you <laughs> <laughs> That is what they do too. God. They would do something probably worse, something more ridiculous than that. Won't smart people be able to see through this? Yeah, that's not who's watching this though. Yeah, those sniper movies aren't really for smart people but it's cool to watch clips of timothy leary at the senate hearings i apologize man. to my data cool afterwards. watching him like having to talk to senate about lsd it's badass so Did he does you, he you apologize to, to your date yeah why we were talking i was like yeah i, saw, I thought that'd be better than i was sorry <laughs> just a poor pick i mean you get to pick the next one <laughs> that's hilarious poor dude. pick that's hilarious um, there's a lot of stories about this, and I'm getting a shitload of tweets of people asking me like to substantiate. But there's a lot of stories. It's all over uh, online. The, what? The him being a liar? Yeah. The yeah. well, the concerns. I can't say. I, I don't know who the fuck is right and who's wrong. I didn't do any research. Except the jury decided. The jury <laughs> in decided in this one case that, that Ventura is right. Yeah. And then nothing else has been. They owe him. They owe um, Jesse Ventura 1.8 million dollars. Apparently. 1.8 million. Good. Should be 1.9 million. I say 1.7, 1.7's for what the fuck? It's, it's all so crazy. Man. Yeah, that that's how. Let's get. Yeah, it's never like 1.81374 million. Like it's that exact amount is yeah. the pain. How do they come up with it? That you narrowed it down to the close 800,000. That's a weird thousand. It's a weird thing, man, to make a movie about a guy you that know is might have been a liar. And put those lies in a movie, and that gets all America all frothy. This is a there true was story. a. He, I mean. Oh, that means that, you know what that means. That means another fucking attack's coming. 
Is that what it means? Yeah, what do so you we think have, it's all orchestrated? Because we got to get people ready to join up. I don't think. Oh right, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it's better than a draft. I guess if you got to pick between a draft and uh, non-draft, if yeah. like if that if that means for, like ridiculous propaganda movies coming out every year, then you know what I think? <clears throat> I think you shouldn't. Yeah. No wars. We should fight no wars with anyone under fifty. I think everybody who goes to war should be over 50. World peace. And let's see. Let's see how quick we fucking settle this thing. I bet it would be pretty goddamn quick. Oh. A bunch of old people that just don't want any trouble. I mean, I mean that, that it was like, how can we, is there a way to solve this without shooting them? It's like those feet on the ground. Like he was coming everything. at me. And it's like, okay, but shooting him to death is the only way to stop a guy from Every, coming at you? Because you think about yeah. the consequences Train of the decision. Officer. Think about the consequences of a decision to fly in a plane to a place where you've never been and shoot someone you've never known. Based on the directions by else. some people who you don't know, yeah. who are making you march. They're making you go shum, 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 shum. Yeah. They're making you do all this shit, preparing you for. You have to listen to them unquestionably. We gotta yeah. come no, home. But imagine that with 50 year olds. Yeah. It's never gonna no happen. Way. We're no, sleeping in the desert. We're, we're gonna no go, way. wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are we shooting these guys? Wait a minute, wait a minute. We're breaking down what door? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> Who the fuck are you and where'd you go to school? Yeah. What's your degree in? And you're gonna tell me about international politics? Do you even know these fucking Sunnis? <laughs> What's the difference between a Sunni and a Shia, sir? <laughs> tell me what the difference is. Do you know? Do you know why these people are at war with each other? Do you know why they hate each other? Do you know why they hate us? Do you know this is Holy Land? Do you know how long this has been Holy Land? Do you know when they're and you, you if you had a group of fifty year old people go there and outslug it? Sit down, soldier, when I'm talking to you! Yeah. Oh, you're loud, so I have to listen? Is that what's going on? <laughs> oh, you don't yeah. have anything to say, so you're just going to loud. Are you going to get in my face and spit? Is that going to make me intimidated? And so I'll listen. So I'll just go and kill some people that you say are bad. If we did that, if we just had only 50-year-olds and above go to war, the whole fucking thing would change. Yeah. The whole thing. It's just, it's easy to send fucking kids. They don't know any better. They say your, your cerebral cortex, your frontal lobe, they're saying, like, for young males especially, because of the fucking influx they're of just testosterone. Like dogs. They're rowdier. They're rowdier. They're, they're not making rational decisions. Like, when you're a 16-year-old kid, your balls are filled with testosterone. This is a completely new experience. By the time you've got to be 40 years old, you've had a lifetime of wanting to come. A lifetime of like knowing what that is and knowing how to mitigate it when yeah. you're 17 18 You don't know what the fuck is happening to your body you add into that Masturbation guilt like people who are actually <coughs> avoiding masturbation most of us don't but there are some who wow. do So they try it as little don't as they still possible put the white gloves on well, the, dude, on the Marines when they get caught masturbating they put make them wear a white glove all Did around. Really? Wasn't that a thing with Marines? I would wear white, white gloves on someone who's not masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit, motherfucker's going to blow. Yeah. We, white glove, white yeah. warning. <laughs> they should have a fucking one of those GoPros under over your bunk and if they don't see you beating off under the sheets yeah. they can fucking ask you questions. <laughs> Duncan, you want to come in here and talk to us real quick? You got anything on your mind like maybe pussy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit, man. <laughs> pussy or booties or something on your mind you're trying to Keep boys no, assholes. Sir, from... I'm just thinking about killing right now. Duncan, this is not the type of soldier we're looking for in this here army. We want well-balanced individuals that make rational choices based on the evidence at hand, not based on lust, not based on a ball full of cum, just waiting to fucking jizz all over some new part of the world to spread your fucking seed. My gun is my cock. The <laughs> bullets are my jizz. And the brains... Of my the Muhajadeen <laughs> are my pussy friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, in the movie they told him his best friend had died to go, Jim's dead, bro. <laughs> he said, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> Is it really this bad? Bill died, bro. You gotta go see it, man. <laughs> it's oh, my awful. God.
And you want to get up and leave, but you're like, are you going to call me un-American if I just think yes. the filmmaking of this is bad? That's how manipulative it is. Like, you want to walk out, but simultaneously you feel like you're being like... You have to go 218 on this? This is kind you of... You couldn't have done this in, a, in an hour, hour 26? Yeah. <laughs> 218. It's kind of embarrassing if this turns out that this guy really did make up all this shit. Because there's another article I'm, I'm looking at right now about the, the, the criticism of the post-Katrina New Orleans story, like how it's all total horseshit. Yeah. How they can prove it's horseshit because he wasn't even there at that time. Oh. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of horseshit. I mean, there's 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 Facebook. And pages. in the movie, it's all he's just trying to downplay all of his legend, even though he's now it's like he's the one who was saying it. Yeah, they'll I fry mean, you for this if you're wrong. Good luck, good luck with your shine on. I'm not in, supposed to I'm not help in, you out here, but they'll I'm, fry you for it. Yeah, they'll fry you. Put you in Leavenworth. Why aren't you looking? You're the spotter. Look, you helped him <laughs> tell if it's an IUD or not. Were you just crouching behind a wall? Just fucking up his shot. Or if you need extra pressure on this. There's a Facebook page. I'm not endorsing this. I'm just letting you know. That's dedicated entirely to the subject. And it's Chris Kyle was a murderous liar. That's murderous. The, it's a community on Facebook. And it's mm. all a bunch of different posts saying that, you know, saying how much it was bullshit. This is crazy, man. Yeah, I guess people don't want to. Ex it's really hard for people to digest the simple fact that pe that war makes a lot of money for a small amount of people. It it's a money. profitable endeavor, and uh, if you want to make money in that industry, then you've got to convince heroes, because that is a heroic inst. It's a really sweet impulse. The idea that I will give my life. Protect for you to protect fellow. you yeah to sure, protect people sure. i don't know that's the one of the highest human aspirations it's like an incredible thing but so you take those people who have this incredible aspiration to give their life to protect people and you lie to them yeah brainwash mm -hmm. them and send them to a place to kill people based on this very incredible noble thing yeah they made pat thing. tillman leave the nfl and fucking give his life and by uh, the way well no pat tillman did it on his own yeah but, but I'm saying, but, put it in his mind, yeah. like, we need you to do this. But Pat Tillman was a huge critic once he got over there. The, you know, he was killed by friendly fire. And yeah. there's many people that have speculated they murdered him. They murdered him because he wouldn't shut the fuck up about his, how disorganized whole... everything was, about ah. what a, a dog and pony show and everything was fucked up. The people that he had to listen to were all assholes. He was like, this is crazy. Like, this is not what I signed up for. This is not what I wanted. Like, you'd be, there's total chaos, which led to this fucking crossfire situation. He was killed. Pat fucking Tillman. Yeah. Tell him to stop shooting. And then they shot him they shot his whole troop up though yeah. right i mean look there when wow. you start shooting things that's the other thing they become targets yeah, and then say we've then we become don't, targets they don't comment on drone mistakes they yeah. don't comment on the on the times when it's, it blows up a fucking wedding convention which is most of the time that's like, there's more mistakes the innocence and like, our policy is not to comment on that like wait why is that an allowable policy yeah, the percentage is terrifying. If you look at the percentage of people that are actually killed by drones that are their intended targets, it's terrifying. Well, they shouldn't be terrorists, but they're, they're not. Surgical strikes. Yeah. yeah, how crazy is that? You're not. It's not a scalpel on the end of a fishing pole. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's the idea that surgical is retarded. If we had drones going overhead, and then I found out who's responsible for it, Yemen, and I'm a little kid, and I'm like, this this fucking Yemen drone that's over here killed my kid. It's like, goddamn right, I'm gonna want to attack Yemen. Stop fucking sending that shit over here. They killed my father. Yeah. Well, not only that, but why you, wouldn't they want to? Uh, if you look at the like we were talking earlier about what you were saying about this these invading armies in Iraq, 
and the, all the people that have PTSD and the birth defects. You, you got to go way back to the original Gulf War. They were using fucking depleted uranium, and everybody forgets about this. Yeah. Everybody completely sweeps this under the rug. It was proven. They used depleted uranium shells that blew right through fucking tanks, this incredibly dense nuclear waste that poisons everything around it for, well, 100,000 years. And no that was 25 deal. years ago. We're expecting those 15-year-olds who are the 40-year-olds now to go... Oh, well, I don't care anymore. No big deal. Yeah. That not I'll just fucking... forget about that time you killed my entire family. Oh, and you're right here? Someone representing your government's right oh, here? totally it's, cool. But it's something that we're not supposed to talk about, just like the ideologies that we, d we discussed earlier, just like religion. It falls into a religion. You gotta talk about it. Nationalism falls into a religion. If you don't all start talking about it, right. then, the, then you it, can't you talk, about, talk about, it. about it. Well, it's also because, right. like, look, there you are bad people. You gotta keep talking about that's it. That's right, why in the man. weed, yeah. it's like, that's why it's all leaked, because everyone's like, I oh, no big deal, right? Exactly. Everyone talks about it, becomes normalized. You gotta just talk about it at all times. Exactly. With your friends, with whatever. And it doesn't mean that you don't, this is where people get confused. It doesn't mean that there aren't heroes and it doesn't mean you don't need a defense. You don't need to be able to protect yourself from some fucking North Korean asshole if yeah. that guy yeah. decides to start taking over the world. Like what if they had massive resources? We're lucky they're in a resource-starved environment. Right. So you have this communist dictator with nuclear weapons in a resource-starved environment where they have to shut the lights off at night because they can't afford to keep them on. Right. But if that guy had oil or right. gold or something crazy and like Saudi Arabia type money if like one of those guys became some sort of a fucking world-spreading villain you need heroes you need real soldiers that are willing to fight against right. bad people yeah. that's what happened in World War two right yeah. in World War two when you had the Nazis and all that I mean I'm sure there's all sorts of the complexities Nazis. they use the justified war uh, argument as yes proof to get us into sort of less way less justified wars. absolutely and, and not we we're saying before about religion was the best thing to happen to the US Army well, we're They're saying, like, look, now we can do anything if we just say we're doing the right thing. Exactly. It's exactly the same thing we were saying about religion. Yeah. Is that it's not that these people are bad people, and it's not that God is bad. No one's saying that, like, but what we're saying is, like, look what's being done in the name of this, and look how there's right. no thinking. Right. Whenever there's no thinking and horrific acts are being done. There's no thing. If you're ever in a situation where a fucking little kid has a rocket launcher, everybody should stop what they're doing, get the fuck out of there, and try to figure out, A, how, how, how did this happen, yeah. and B, how do you fix it? And the way you don't fix it is by shooting kids. That right. doesn't fix shit. That's just like the mother, my baby! You know what no the Oakland PD the kid... is doing now? Oakland PD is starting up like youth basketball leagues, and they're coaching and stuff, to, wow. so that the youth grow up not going, fuck the police, but like, no, the police are cool, they help us out and stuff. That's a and great so it's idea. Like, look, we can't solve it right now but 20 years from now it'll be better than it is now well it's also look what's happened in new york when they they did the police slowdown where they just wouldn't arrest anybody yeah. for anything after those two kids got or those two uh yeah. cops got shot by that one guy yeah um that one guy who by the way also shot his fucking ex-girlfriend like the guy was a piece of shit like to, to people that think he's a hero like Jesus Christ, he shot his girlfriend first, and then he went and shot those cops. Got, he was a psychotic, murderous person. But because of that act, the cops backed up. The cops finally started stop fucking with people. They need to stay where they're at, right there. Yeah, exactly. Right where they are, right there. Why are you After fighting against cameras? Killed. Why are you fighting against yeah. cameras? I'm not saying that they should be scared all the time of being murdered, but I'm saying the attitude that they develop. Like, okay, we're not going to arrest anybody for anything that's not important. That's all you should have ever been doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. You're well, not a fucking revenue a, collector. It's yeah. illegal to sell cigarettes outside. So tell them to get lost or don't you do shit. Them down. How about that? Yeah. How about you hire a fucking lawyer to go sue that guy, and then right. you find 
find out he doesn't have any money, he's not going to pay you anyway. There's your problem. Yeah. You got a problem with tax collecting. You don't have a problem. If that guy robs somebody, then you bring in they the cops. They don't arrest people for jaywalking. If in he New comes York. in and he breaks into your house and steals your TV, then you right. have the cops. But anything, any use of that other than protecting people, fucking choking a guy because he's not paying cigarette tax? Yeah. What, what the fuck are the cops? Yeah, it's not like New York plunged into chaos exactly. because they started enforcing, yeah, stopped enforcing. Write him a ticket. Yeah. yeah. You know how much nicer the world would be if cops only acted in that slow down manner? But they don't act like that with a big black man. There's well, a be, huge be, racism I mean, we, it would be incredible. Yeah, they don't act that well, you way. Were, you've been there over the last few months. You, you moved there yeah. like half the year. Yeah. What is your experience like in the difference between racism out here as opposed to racism Well, everyone's there? all joined in here we're way set more separated but it's like i don't think we see shit like why people don't even see the con like they're constantly getting like you know what resisting arrest is resisting arrest is after the first time somebody's like hey let me see your id and they grab you and they push you the second time the same shit happens a cop pushes you the fourth time they say get out of your car and they grab your wrist and we go come on man if you pull back you've resisted arrest wow so Enough, some guy come on <laughs> well, I'm, I'm late for a movie what let's just talk about this first You've resisted arrest. Right, and it's up to their discretion whether or not they choose to arrest you or don't arrest you. And, like people, and, yeah. Some people get off on the exact same charge, and they skate, whereas other people get arrested. Like, yeah. if you're a white guy with a suit, and you do a certain thing. The stop and frisk was yeah. based on stop and frisk people, Latinos and blacks, who look like they might have some shit. Right, you didn't see it on Wall Street. You didn't no, see them instigating not. stop and frisk on Wall Street. So people on Wall Street weren't as outraged about it. Stop and frisk yeah. for shit that shouldn't be illegal in the first right, place. Right, so that's exactly. like illegal search. It's like saying we're going to just search you, basically well, we have no reason to search you. Well, it could have been weapons, right? Yeah, we but should, it's no, they were looking for weapons. They're, they're looking right. for, I mean, it's dope, man. They want to get you for dope. Oh, right, then they arrest you for dope. Like, that's they're what they arrest, they pretend they're looking for weed, huh? Now you Something that grows out of the earth that helps cancer. I'll be honest. Stop if, seizures. If I'm, a, if I, yeah, if I'm a cop and I, and I don't like you and I see something, even if I don't think it's wrong, if I'm a 23 year old, I'm like, oh, well, I'm gonna put you in jail now. Meanwhile, you I don't can even be think a it's wrong. Wall Street guy with a leather bound briefcase that has your in your engravement of your initials and your family crest on it. They pull you over. They f stop and frisk you. Pop open the. You see a bottle of a pill heroin. Bottle. Uh huh. Heroin yeah, pills, right. but. On that bottle has your name on it. They go, well, yeah. seems to okay. match. <laughs> Here's your heroin. Bag. You've registered. You've registered. It's You've absurd. paid your taxes. Yeah. Absurd. The king got his price off this. You yes. know how I know. From you know both, I know from the doctor as well. You know how I know that people would abuse their privileges based on stuff they don't even believe in. We have a comedians basketball league, and we're all playing. And since it's a rec league, they call technicals on curses and stuff. And so if you hear somebody comedians, curse, yeah. Well, they don't know it's a comedians league. We just made our own comedians league. But if we hear somebody cursing, some other comedian, if I hear fucking Jeff die. Curse! I'm going, oh, he cursed! He cursed! And we all try to get a fucking cheap technical <laughs> of shit that no comic believes cursing should be not allowed. Right, but isn't that just for fun? Like you're yeah, only doing for it fun. for fun. Yeah, but we want the fucking benefit. We're gonna abuse our power, so we don't believe in. Of course, if you're 23, somebody goes, fuck you, cop. Like, well, I'll look at anything I can to put you in jail right now. That would be like if we were playing pool, and I go, oh, it's fucking shot. Oh, give me ball in hand. Exactly, because I cursed, and you'd yeah. actually ask for it. No, 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 dude, you got to give me ball in hand. Like, that would be such <laughs> be a... Like, I decline that rule. Douchey game. You guys do that playing basketball? Like, you need to stop. You need to get on mushrooms and think about that. Yeah. Calling technicals on I people say, for when swearing. I say, when they're technicals like that or not having your jersey, I'm like, we're comics. Nobody remembers to wash their uh, jersey. And it's only comics playing against comics? That's we made it? our own league. 
So you so have to have done an open mic at least to get on the to get on my thing. That's hilarious. Except we have one team. We call them the, the corporate sellouts, and that's all the agents and managers. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. You know what you should do? You should recruit really fucking good players and just get them to do an open mic. That's night what Rick Glassman shit. That's what he does, and he gets them to do one open mic. Like no that's man. All you'd have to the do. point is to play the game with comics, so we're all having fun. Uh, play the game with. Com- <laughs> well, we used to have a comics uh, softball league back in Boston. Really? Oh my god, it would get so competitive. It was so crazy. It was like like competitive yeah. people screaming at people over fucking fouls or or where ball was in the ball was out You know, it's like oh my god. Yeah, I remember like people in each other's face throwing their gloves down screaming at each other a comics bat baseball game <laughs> Yeah, but that's Boston too. baby babies without their bottles. I was back at Boston that they fixed that club that laugh That's Boston, great. yeah, great. the sound system is awesome. Okay, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Maybe on the autumn, then, because everybody had that rumor that was out that the sound system sucked. Is loud as fuck. It did feedback once when I got like on top of the the the, the actual speaker. That wasn't like, what I was talking about. But so. that happens mm. almost everywhere, you know, unless it's perfect. Not, That's yeah. one thing the improv does. You, there's never a fuck up if you're working an improv. Like if the the sound system's always perfect, the seating is always perfect. There's never sightline issues. Right. They don't ever fuck oh, right. around. Like you know, some f- clubs that you work out, they're kind of funky. Like if you stand at one stadiums where you can't even see fly balls. Yeah, but clubs worse because yeah. there's often pillars in the room. Yeah, and but if you're behind that. That pillar and you go to the right side like the the people that are behind that pillar yeah. literally can't even see you yeah like they're there but unless you they have to watch monitors in a club the improv has that nailed yeah like they always say like no nope, you got to set this up like that like all of them are like nope set it up like that like, yeah like this way it's got todd glass level approval todd glass yeah, yeah. yeah that's like, helium helium he helped them design oh he yeah, did that place was great. yeah helium in cool. philly Listen, I gotta go. Oh wait, can I can I say can I say something real quick? Absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna be doing a live Duncan Trussell Family Hour podcast on the 25th, which is this Sunday in Dallas, Texas. And ticket links are at my website. Good Lord, Duncan Trussell, a live Duncan Trussell Family Hour with Johnny Pemberton. (gasps) With Johnny Pemberton, please (laughs) tell me I can go. (laughs) Please. What is it this weekend? It's this weekend, this Sunday. Where is it? I'm gonna be. That's in Dallas, and then I'm doing uh, Austin and the Come and Take It. Comedy Festival, uh, which is in Houston, too. So what is it called? A, the what? The Come and Take It Comedy and... Takeover Festival. Oh. It's on my website. Nice. If you're in Texas, come out and see a podcast. Yeah! And, and uh, Comedy Central, This Is Not Happening premieres. This Thursday. Every Thursday at 1230 after at midnight for eight straight weeks. Boom, son. Look at the openings. Eight different openings. The director's crazy. Boom, son. Cool. And uh, on top of that, the other videos are available all on YouTube on... Yeah, go to This Is Not Happening on YouTube. Just enter that. And they should all be coming up. Good googly moogly, ladies and gentlemen. will be out tomorrow. My new one's out today. All right, I'm gone all week. No more podcasts. Go fuck yourself. Go Thanks, on. everybody. Uh, see you soon. Oh, uh, June, January 30th. I'm at the Mirage in Las Vegas. Again, back at the Mirage. With nice. Tony Hinchcliffe and Ian Edwards. So we'll see you then. All right, my Much love. Bye. Bye.